Thanks for downloading the Preston and Steve podcast from WMMR. It'll begin right after these words. Attend Villanova University's graduate open house on Tuesday, October 20th. Villanova offers graduate programs in business, engineering, nursing, law, and liberal arts and sciences. Attend the open house and they'll waive your application fee. You're listening to Preston and Steve. MMR rocks now. It's birthdays today. It is the 16th of October. Uh, today is Flea's birthday of the ah, Chili Peppers. His real name is Michael uh, Balzari. Is and it? yeah, it's, uh, that's his I real think name. Flea's probably better. Uh, and he's uh, 47 years old today. Didn't he start? He was not originally a bassist. Wasn't he a trumpet player? Yeah, like in high school. Yeah. You know, he was. Uh, he played, uh, you know, in the jazz band and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think his, either his. Father or his uncle was a fairly prominent jazz musician, and and I, I remember in the in behind the music, I believe they recount the story where he started playing in front of some seasoned jazz veterans. Yes, and they were like, "That kid can play." Yeah, exactly, yeah. and and he can. He is an awesome bass player, and uh, if you do hear any horns on some. Red Hot Chili Pepper songs. It's usually him yeah. playing that part too. But uh, he's he's a fantastic musician, and used to be just insane on stage. He was the craziest of oh the group, was he not? God, yes, man. Yeah. I mean, just he, you know, he'd be the first to get naked, yeah. and would just, you know, even though he doesn't have long hair, he would just toss his head around at a ridiculous pace, and you'd think, how the hell is his head staying on top of his <laughs> yeah, shoulders? Yeah. Uh, but he's 47 years old today. Uh, Tim Robbins has his birthday as well. Uh, great actor. Bull Durham, Shawshank Redemption, Mystic River. Um, and, a, and a funny comedic actor. He's he's great in Pick of Destiny. He is. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's, oh, that's <laughs> right. He's the old roadie. Old dude, yeah. Uh, Top Gun. And that's, that's right. He he was in Top Gun. You're right. He's He's been in... He's had a lot of small roles, too. Like, even in... Uh, uh, Austin Powers, remember he played yeah, the, president? the president? Yeah, yeah. Uh, real Great short job. scene <laughs> when he asked for a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, he also had a, a pretty. Uh, a, it was a, sh- a small character in uh, War of the Worlds, which he was pretty intense. Yeah, yeah. crazy basement guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's fifty-one today. Uh, Suzanne Summers. <laughs> ah, yep. Three's Company. And Don't uh, ask her about sugar. We made that mistake during an interview. I, I made that mistake. Yeah. Well, I was trying to cover your ass. First scene in American Graffiti. She was the mystery girl. Yes, yeah, she was. And hot as hell. Yeah, she's the one that uh, Richard Dreyfus is trying to find out the whole movie. Yep. And oh, Mrs. Roper, where are you? <laughs> she was so good on that show. She was annoying. But she was like almost full-blown retarded in that, that show. Character? I mean, so, yeah. So, yeah. so stupid. Yeah. It was good, though, and after she left, it wasn't the same. Yeah. No, it wasn't. I'll agree right. with that. Uh, she's 63 today. And then uh, Angela Lansbury. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, Murdered, murder, she wrote. Bed knobs and broomsticks. We had that sexy video of her bathing. You know what? In yeah. her early days in Hollywood, she was considered a babe. Yeah. She was. She was a, a femme fatale. What's the one of her bathing, Casey? Uh, we, we have Muff it. Snatchers? It's, no. Here, watch it. Well, I mean, what, is it from an early movie? Describe it, please. I don't remember. No, it's, I, I don't even know. It's a pro, it, it's oh, like a commercial She's or pitching something. a product, yeah. yes. Yeah. Okay, I don't remember that. Anyway, Nick, what were you going to say? Um, I just watched The Manchurian Candidate, the first one over the weekend. Oh, that, she's the, she's the, 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 the yeah. malevolent mother. Unbelievable. And I'd seen it before, but it had been a while. And I actually had seen the Denzel Washington remake in the interim, but, uh, Not as good as the first. No, and, and she and Frank Sinatra, you were talking about Frank Sinatra yesterday, right, with The Godfather? I mean, they're both amazing in that movie. And huh. Sinatra is, uh, you know, he was 
the producer of that movie, and it came out just at the point right after the Kennedy assassination. And they, actually, wow. they, they decided to release to not release it, you know, and basically say, they, let's sit on this for a while. Oh, so they did? They delayed the release. They on delayed it. the release. Wow. Uh, Angela Lansbury is 84 today. And then I have to mention this. Uh, one of our contestants in the Granny Grand Prix, Mom Mom Doe, oh! is 79 years <laughs> old today. Right. So happy birthday, Mom Mom Doe. I was sent an email about that. So Very cool. Got to pass that along. And by the way, that video is on uh, Comcast Digital uh, Cable with On Demand. If you have On Demand, uh, go to the Get Local section, then hit Entertainment, and you'll see the Press and Steve button. Click on that, and you'll see all the videos that we have up for grabs. And those are free, by the way. All right, let's get an answer to the stupid question and in which country did the pious dynasty rule 215-263-WMMR uh, let me see here I have uh, Mark on the line hey Mark how you doing hey bitches hey what, what? <laughs> wow. what's going on guys that how was the you? most flaming gay hey bitches I think I've ever heard from anyone <laughs> but I liked it very much All right. I take that as a compliment Mark what's the answer the country is Poland yes yeah. Yeah. so you think of dynasty you naturally think of China Right, right. Yeah. No, this was a uh, uh, a monarchy, and it was they ruled uh, from the years nine sixty two to thirteen seventy. Those were good years in Poland. They were great years, and <laughs> yeah. Since you got that right, Mark, uh, we're going to set you up with a where is Alexis uh, one hundred dollar Halloween adventure costume superstore gift card. All right, ma'am. Sweet, thank right, you. You got it, buddy. Hang on. Don't forget they've got costumes, masks, and makeup out the wazoo at 100 stores nationwide, including the Megastore on South Columbus Boulevard. Visit HalloweenAdventure.com. All right, a, a new autopsy uh, refutes claims that cocaine contributed to the death of TV pitchman Billy Mays. They they said <clears throat> they they did find some in his system, but it did not affect his his death. Right? It's uh, not not a uh, not a contributing factor. Well, Mays' widow Deborah released a statement saying that the family commissioned a second review from a medical examiner who concluded chronic. Cocaine use was not demonstrated by the autopsy findings of mm. Mr. William Mays. Uh, they, they said it was exposure to Oxy-5. Uh, oh, the, the examiner, <laughs> uh, Dr. William Mannion, went on to say, in addition, there is nothing in his medical, social, or professional history suggests chronic use of cocaine. Therefore, I do not believe cocaine played a significant contributing factor in the death of Mr. Mays as the autopsy specimens and findings are not consistent with the cardiac conditions normally observed in a person chronically using cocaine. And what did they suggest was the reason that he died? Just natural causes? I, I guess so. They said that, uh, well... He was at, too at young the, to die of natural causes. At the time, cocaine was listed as a contributing cause of death along with hyper uh, hypertensive and uh, arterial... Arterial? Uh, no, arteriosclerotic uh, heart disease. So basically, it was he had a, you know, he had a bad heart. You know, oh, and, and yeah. that uh, the, the cocaine probably helped it along. It was a problem yeah. that he already had, but it wasn't from chronic cocaine use. Okay. Uh, but he anyhow. Had he had uh, <laughs> I guess he had uh, uh, hypertension. And, okay. And mm. that was part of it, too. So it was a heart disease thing. So. Oh, well. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Lindsay Lowen has. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's been. Uh, You're right. In the news. Go ahead. Uh, she's been ordered to appear in court Ooh. today. Although no official reason for the appearance was given, TMZ.com. They just figured there has to be something. <laughs> <There has> right. <laughs> uh, make sure Lindsay Lowen's in on Friday. And there's got to be something, right? <laughs> Check the docket. She usually is. 
Uh, TMZ.com <laughs> reports that the alcohol education course Lowen was in as part of her probation from a 2007 arrest may have contacted the court to say that she is violating terms of the program. Well, my guess is is that maybe she's taking it as an instructional as uh, opposed to a way to stop drinking. Yeah. So yeah. maybe she's actually learning quite a lot. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the 23-year-old was placed on three years of probation two years ago after she pleaded guilty to two counts of being under the influence of cocaine and no contest to two counts of drunken driving and one count of reckless driving. Uh, she spent 84 minutes in jail as part oh, of her plea. Really? Wow, man. Yeah, that's hard time. Fell in with a bad gang. Yeah. Uh, she had to get into a prison fight. TMZ.com reports. Had four shivs up her butt. That if the... <laughs> If the judge determines... She's very proactive when she gets in jail. She can't apply that to the outside world, but in jail, she's a dynamo. Uh, if the judge determines Lindsay violated the terms of the program, her probation can be revoked, and she could end up in jail. Is there anybody in her life or in her sphere that can comfort her or, or lead her on the right path? Is no. there no one no, there in isn't. contact with her who knows how to help her? Well, you got her dad, her mom, her sister, They're all and deranged. Samantha Ronson. And forget it. That's it. There's That's nobody. It's like a freak show. Yep, exactly. Yeah, people like Paris Hilton don't want to hang out with her anymore. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> because she's unstable. Paris Hilton considers her a risk. Yeah. <laughs> what does that say? Holy no, Jesus. Uh, Tom Sizemore's like, oh, I'd rather not. <laughs> and she looks awful. She is such, yeah. She's so pretty. And, and she's 23, man. <sighs> She ought to be looking much better than that. Uh, well, anyhow, uh, Melissa Rycroft, do you remember her from yeah. uh, oh, yeah. Dancing yeah. with the Stars oh, yeah. and, and The Bachelor? Uh, she has re <laughs> she's reportedly been oh, there we go. <laughs> diagnosed with the swine flu. Oh, oh no. <laughs> and apparently she's been sick. <laughs> she's been sick for several days before doctors discovered her illness. She's fantastically fit. Oh, she's beautiful. Just, you know, just oh. a, she's cut up and looks great. Yeah. Uh, earlier this week, Rykoff tweeted, Why did I wake up feeling like I got hit by a Mack truck last night? Uh, the stupid flu. You know, who I talked to yesterday is uh, Chuck D'Amico, our assistant program director. He may have swine flu. Really? Yeah, he's hit He's hit with the flu really bad. He had a, a temperature of 103, did he not? Yeah, it may have been more than that. Uh, wow. But I talked to him yesterday he said he's never felt worse in his entire life Did but, he's, he get the but shot? he's feeling a little bit better you know what i don't know if he got the vaccine or not i don't think so Jeez, i saw i told you about that piece i saw on on fox i guess someone was sending the, the link around yeah there's one woman it's like one in i guess a half million. a million people or a million people got the shot it's basically made her an invalid yeah well, because it totally it's, effed her up. She had a, a bad reaction to the uh, flu vaccination. I, yeah. I wonder if he got it because I was talking to him about his kids and how uh, it was. I think it was like mandatory for his kids to get it because they go to daycare. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I'm wondering if like the whole family went and got it. I don't know. You know I'm not really sure. But if he uh, got it, it didn't work. Yeah. It's going around. He said basically, you know, that uh, the swine flu and regular influenza or whatever different strands are going around. The treatment's all the same. You know, you just gotta. You got to take your ibuprofen and stuff mm -hmm. and try and uh, keep the uh, the temperature yeah. down and then uh, take the Tamiflu and mm -hmm. that's it. So get well, Chuck. Uh, let me see here. TLC is reportedly shutting down production of John and Kate Plus 8 next month. I, I really? have to applaud that decision now. The New York Post reports. Thank you. 
that the network plans to squeeze out a couple more remaining episodes from existing footage of the family, even though John recently forbade the network from filming his eight children, sent them squeezing, squeezing it out. out of right. That's a shame because um, as much as they are annoying, that when they announced that they were getting divorced, there was a boost in their ratings and it could have been, you know, a little more interesting to see how this family goes through a divorce with all of these kids, but they just got, you know, everything yeah. is just out of control. And plus, it's it's overexposure too. Yeah. I mean, you get tired so of it much. after a while. And, well, uh, now it makes way for the new Spencer Pratt series. So oh, I'm very excited. Are you serious? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, God. <laughs> but you know that's a possibility. Yeah. Meanwhile, a former Gosselin babysitter with whom John reportedly had a fling is claiming what? that the reality dad has been snooping into a strange wife Kate's email, phone, and online bank accounts. I guess I changed my. Uh, Stephanie <laughs> Santoro told RadarOnline.com, John told me that he pretty much hacked into everything of Kate's that he had access to. Her wow, he's a genius. For online banking, that he had a trace on every single one of her emails. So anytime she would get an email, uh, he would get a copy of it. He's the, the, uh, Lavari Menti of this yeah, relationship. I know, yeah. Why does anyone, let alone a young, you know, probably pretty girl, want to have a fling with a father of eight? Well, judging by his track record, she may not be that pretty, but, uh, I, what would you think? What what would possibly I, be the reason someone he, with a high-profile individual, is he really, what could possibly motivate her to be with him? But he's a reality star. It's not right. like he's like some... But it's not like she's getting an offer to babysit George Clooney, you know, so this is what she's going to get. Oh, and, no, no, no. I, th I think babysit, sure. But why, why does she want to have a fling with him? Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. Some people are attention uh, whores. Attention whores. And, it's, yeah. and, and he's famous, yes. like it or not, and uh, and actually can make a lot of money. So, I mean, uh, for a while at least. Yeah. yeah. They like hair plugs. Yeah. <laughs> Marissa, he's got a lot of money. You might want to go for that. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, he's chatting it up to everybody. You should try again, see if he wants to come you on. You should. He's, not, yeah. he's done with his contract soon with. True. Uh, Let's try and get a hold of him. Uh, Kate's we'll get him an Ed Hardy shirt. Uh, Kate's <laughs> rep responded to the allegations and said that she is profoundly disturbed by them. Under the circumstances, she said Miss Goslin is carefully considering all of her legal options regarding this matter, and she Shut the f up! pursue them <laughs> if and when the time is right. And I'll shut the f up about that now and move on to something else. Uh, Jennifer Aniston and John Mayer are reportedly back on. Oh, that's awesome! Awesome. You can't keep them apart. Though Aniston's <laughs> rep denied the supposed reconciliation. Uh, what? To, well, her rep said no. Oh, oh uh, it's still true. Make it true, Preston. But sources tell... But sources tell uh, Us Weekly he really got to her and she's hooked on him. She just can't let go. Oh. A source close to the same. Like, uh, you know, water and douche, you know? <laughs> Huh? A source Oil and vinegar? I don't know. <laughs> close to the uh, singer didn't go as far as to confirm that the two are in couple mode, but told oh. the magazine they are very close. Uh, they remain great friends. Yeah, I, was, I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks she's amazing, nice and smart, and he has nothing but she's respect. She's amazing, nice, and smart. <laughs> Yes, you I know love that? her. Maybe you go. She's smart and nice and amazing. Yeah, you don't start with amazing and then ratchet down like, to yeah, nice and that's, smart. That's wrong. She's awesome and pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So hot. Yeah. And fairly nice on the eyes. Yeah. Uh, well, listen to this, Eliza Dushku. Yeah. So I think it's sexy as hell. I'm gonna has, die. We just had her on. She confirmed rumors that uh, she is dating. Do you know who? Oh, yes. Who? Who? Take take a stand. Rick Fox. Oh come on. Vanessa Williams' ex. Uh, 
told TV Guide that uh, she and uh, the former NBA star had been friends for a decade but only started dating over the past year. Oh, no! Uh, she, she said we're trying to balance really getting to know each other with all of our demand uh, demands and work-wise. Well, what's the age difference on these two? He's got to be in his uh, late 30s, early 40s, because he's he's out of the league at this point. Right. She's in her 20s. Yeah. Why? Of all the people. She said, we're taking it uh, one day at a time and having a good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's oh. still over there. Um, did you guys know that Tina Fey was a virgin until she was 24? Yeah, I read about oh, that. Uh, no the 30 Rock star talked about her sexless younger years on Wednesday's Late Show with David Letterman when the two examined a recent Us Weekly, which profiled stars who abstain until their 20s including Faye, Letterman said, it, ha- it has you here, Tina Faye, 24 years old. And he said, well, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, of course, ugly bitch. he's saying stuff like that now. Uh, she agreed, but added, uh, couldn't give it away. Couldn't give it away back in the day. <laughs> uh, she said, that's just good Christian values or being homely. <laughs> uh, she revealed that her first time was with her husband and the mm. father of her daughter. And oh. that's cool. Oh, and yeah. it's, uh, you know, she's awesome. She's uh, really the premiere of uh, 30 Rock was last night for oh, this season. It was great, yeah. Um, all right, and then one more quick story. Russell Crowe was involved in a minor car crash on Wednesday, and that was on the set of his new film, The Next Three Days. Uh, TMZ.com reports <laughs> that Crowe and mm-hmm. co-star Elizabeth Banks were Ooh. shooting a scene in, uh, is that, whoa. Yes, Ew. that's Beth from, uh, yeah. Uh, we're shooting a scene inside a van parked near a Pittsburgh fire station when a fire truck suddenly pulled up and banged into them. And uh, there were no injuries, although the front end of the van was reportedly knocked off. So it had, had to hit pretty good, yeah. So uh, anyhow, they had. I didn't. So he's in Pittsburgh right now? Yeah. Wow. Son they of a bitch. Yeah. Liam Neeson and uh, Brian Dennehy are also in this movie. Wow. Why did they do it here? Yeah. Wow. All right, well, now we got clips. Yeah! We got clips, and uh, they are Yay! from... Law-abiding citizen, which opens today and was shot here in Philadelphia, and it's a, it's a revenge flick. Yes, it is. And, and they say it's sort of a, um, a an urban version of Saw. Yes, I did. Yeah. I did uh, read a review like that. And uh, the character Clyde is played by Gerard Butler. His family is killed in a home invasion. He takes his revenge, and he talks about uh, the act of revenge in this clip. Definitely, I have a lot of fire in me when it comes to to that. I mean, I completely identified with Clyde. Now, would I want to go around killing everybody and bringing a city to his knees? No, I hope not. But I can understand that motivation. I can understand that pain turning into that calculating revenge. I go with the penis on the forehead. (laughs) It's a plot point. (laughs) (laughs) And at some point, it's got a penis on his forehead. (laughs) Which makes him easy to identify. All right, and now I got another clip. This one is from Jamie Foxx. Uh-huh. Who is uh, dating... Oh, no. I guess Red that's incorrect. Red, dating Red Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Foxx and Red Fox are dating. Yes. And, and it's beautiful. Uh, Jamie talks about Clyde's revenge in this clip. Here we go. Who wouldn't want to, you know, seek some type of revenge uh, on someone who's harmed you, but we know that's not... You know, we can't have that uh, in life. We can't have that civil, you know, uncivilized uh, way of thinking. So they're, they're both right and both wrong. 
is wrong with you? There you go. He's kind of quiet in that clip. He is, yes. Well, he's in serious actor mode. Wow. Uh, is that really him? That's this really picture him. that we're looking at. He looks like he looks like uh, uh, LaSalle from um, yeah, <laughs> from Soul Glow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Soul Glow. Yeah. All right. Anyway, wow. that's a good picture of him. Uh, let me see. A Wait, lot. you didn't do my story. Oh. Oh, the, so about the choreographer from So You Think Why You Can I Dance. Do that? I thought you were telling me because you were going to do it. No, I told you so I wouldn't have <laughs> to share it on the air. It's a horrible story. What well, happened? It's not a horrible story. The, the, the best choreographer in the world quit So You Think You Can Dance. No. There I know, Casey. See, Why? Casey because they didn't pick too. that black guy to go to Vegas? <laughs> Which one? The one with the glasses? Oh, no! I watched it. I taped it. They didn't pick the them? Mangled ears. I can't stand that show. Yeah. What? I can't stand you. Yes. <laughs> and that provides me comfort every day of my life because I know I've made Why right selections. Why can't stand that show? Because it's horrible. It's not it's horrible. horrible. I'd rather be waterboarded than watch that thing. And that judge is horrendous. Well, she is Mary. Uh, Mary. That's Murphy. chick that screams. That's she, right? she is horrendous. She's annoying. I I want to throw up every time she talks. But um, it's a great show. It's nice to have you in the studio this morning. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Why don't you go walk in the rain? If you'd been walking, we wouldn't have way, to visit that story. Listen, Marissa was freaking out about a story that Garth Brooks is making is returning, and uh, and I, I didn't, didn't talk about that. that. She well, was literally yelling. It's the first time I've ever heard any kind of animation out of her before 6 a.m. Uh, I was in the other room <laughs> yeah. and I heard go, oh my god! He's coming back! I'm like, who? Garth Brooks? I'm like, when did you become a Garth Brooks fan? And She just she says, goes and sees some country shows. She always wanted to some see country music. So that's nice. You just skip stuff that Marissa and I like. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's, that's the good. rule. All right. We have a big chalkboard back there. Yeah. <laughs> At the top it says, what do they like? Cross it off. Yeah. Cross off that. What do they like? <laughs> When he comes to Philly because his live in Central Park album, I'm not gonna lie, it's an awesome album. No, Everyone should listen so to it. One of the legendary ones. He's far better than that choreographer. Well, <laughs> we'll see. You're listening to Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. MMR rocks now. Tomorrow I'm doing a, a charity thing for uh, the Cub Scouts and we'll be selling popcorn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At the Ace Hardware Store on Sumneytown Pike in lovely Harleysville, Pennsylvania from 2 to 4. My son Parker and I will be there. And I, I love that popcorn that they sell. Please stop by and buy some to uh, support the Cub Scouts and Pac-91 is who we'll be representing. So Pac-91. I just wanted to mention that. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, you had uh, you had played the Falcon Punch thing. The name of the kid that was in the balloon, supposedly in that balloon, yeah, is Falcon, Falcon. right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, when the story, I was just having to be online. I think I popped on to Drudge, and uh, it was it was happening, you know. And I was checking over the live news feed, and they were following this balloon. Is that when you came on to it, Preston? Uh, or was it after the fact? It was uh, no, it was later in the day. Like I, I didn't catch the news until like you know five yeah. o'clock, and because it was and going I, on for. Hours. Yeah, and I saw the story, and they, and they were saying, hey, we've been covering this for, you know, two, three hours now. And I was like, whoa. So I had gotten to it uh, right before the, you know, they came ca- down. They came down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had misunderstood the entire story basically the, the entire time. I thought. What did you think? I thought that the kid went up in the balloon because he was supposed to because his parents are such whack jobs they were like oh we're going to send him up and this is going to be like an experiment we're a scientific family and then when the balloon came down he wasn't in the balloon uh-huh. yeah no what it was originally <laughs> reported was is that he was he and his uh, i guess uh, siblings were screwing around with the balloon there was a a uh, container that was underneath the balloon that was attached he had gotten into it the balloon became untethered and took off. Right. And could reach altitudes as high as 10,000 feet. Yeah. 
which would have been lethal for the kid. By the way, like weather balloons and stuff like that can go up to the edge of the atmosphere. Yeah. I mean, they can go way the hell up. Yeah. Just the Cambridge students that, yeah. that attached a digital camera to to balloons and and had pictures of the curvature of the Earth. Yeah, yeah, all the way up, all the way up to uh, practically to space and then yeah. back down. Uh, so you can't you know mess around with those things. But um, and and as this story came to light. Uh, you started finding out that the that the parents were you know on the show wife, wife swap. swap. Actually, I guess the whole family was on wife swap, right? And uh, that they're and, and wife swap has loony people yeah. on that show oh, yeah. all the time. That's the whole premise of the show. Yeah, and, and the, uh, the the family apparently are they're storm chasers and UFO enthusiasts. Yeah, and in fact, uh, let me see here. We have a couple of clips. Uh, this is yeah. Here's here's uh, the dad on wife swap. Uh, I'm not sure what he's talking about, but let's listen. He said definitely. Influenced by what we believe in. We'd like to get this flying saucer into a storm to actually float around, take video. Richard and I. The flying saucer is the balloon, right? Right, yes, yeah. exactly. We actually believe we are ourselves a descendant of the alien. Oh, no. Oh. Many years ago, I passed out in a fast food restaurant, hit my head on the tile floor. The experience that I went through, I felt that as though I was in contact with aliens. And this is just about identical to what I have seen. I had asked who they were, and they said, we are your parents. We do, like, a UFO hunting. Guys, we're going to aim us at the moon to where if there are UFOs flying around, then we can pick them up. What? The guy's name is Richard Henney. Yeah. And, uh, of course, the natural assumption is when you hit your head on the tile floor at a fast food place, mm -hmm. that's when the aliens are going to talk sure, to you. Sure, sure, exactly. It couldn't just be the dementia from hitting your head on a tile no, floor. not at all. Uh, here's another clip of him talking about Hillary Clinton being an alien or something. Yeah, he has a whole series of what he considers sort of uh, YouTube rants. Okay. And uh, he oh believes boy. that uh, Hillary, uh, whether it's tongue-in-cheek or not, it's still deranged. It might be Fake a reptile. Or real. I want to know, is Hillary Clinton... A reptilian. I've seen all these videos about Hillary Clinton. Her fingers are growing and, and, and like her face is moving and these little things happen over here. It looks like CGI to me. I mean, here's my dog right here. Could this dog possibly shape shift into me? You know? I mean, come on. Have to nose grow out, maybe little things. No, I don't think so. But if you've got some real footage, I want to see it fake or real. Okay. That's oh his, uh, I guess God. his web series is called Fake or Real. He's loony. He's a little bit loony, and he um, apparently married Yoko Ono. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, with the uh, with the kid, I mean, when I first saw the story, I uh, really didn't doubt that something like that may no. have happened. If you've got a a you know basically a weather balloon in your backyard, I'd be playing with it. I'd be totally <laughs> yeah. all. Hey, couldn't that. it? Hell it looked yeah. like a spaceship. Oh my god! Damn it. it! I'd be dressed in tinfoil. Hey, there there have been stories of uh, people that and I've had them in the bizarre file. People that have uh, you remember there was a guy that tied all the helium balloons to a uh, uh, basically a, yeah. a, a lawn chair. They made and, a movie out of it. And he went up like three, 4,000 feet. Yes, and there was also the priest who did it to raise money for a charity. Yeah. And they never found him. Yeah. They think Still he went gone. out over the ocean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh so, God. I mean, you know, stuff like that happens, man. But, I mean, if I were the parents. And they said that the play. Some people are wondering whether it was a, a publicity stunt or not. Uh, but the uh, one of the uh, clips that I caught of uh, one of the police officers was saying that by their reaction when they arrived, they could tell that they were legitimately concerned. They were it, scared to death. It seemed authentic, and I was following the live news feed, and at one point, you know, it, it, it's coming down. They don't find the boy inside, and then there was reports that the basket that had been underneath had been seen falling by a spectator 
falling over a farm, and they right. assume the kid was in that and might have died. So at three or four points during the story, I'm thinking, this kid's dead. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, I'm not quite sure that that it's not a hoax. I don't believe, you know, that it, that this is completely legit. You I still mean, think it, it, it might very, be manipulated. Yeah, it yeah. Very, very well maybe, but I don't know. I'm not completely convinced yet. Um, but they Even said, after those clips about the aliens? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but after, when, when, the, uh, when it was on its way down, there was a, a guy seen running towards it. Did, did you guys see that footage? Was that the dad? Uh, no. no okay. the, the rest that was the, a search team. That there was, was a rescue team, team. yeah. Okay. There okay. were like 40 vehicles in transit yeah, following did, this thing. I did see that. And, and before it, it, you know, they got it, before they got to it, they already had started reporting that the kid was home in bed, which was not right. He was hiding somewhere. He was at, hiding you know, in, in his garage. In the or, rafters. Right, yeah. You guys ever had a search party sent out for you before? Uh, yeah. Not a search party, but I I've had a, a collection of people looking for me. Was that yeah. when you were on I was, I was... Uh, just completely unaware <laughs> that that was happening. Yeah, yeah. It's and when you get found, you get instantly hugged and loved, and then beaten. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And then exactly. you get upset because what happened? Yeah, what? what did I do? I was I, I was about a mile and a half, two miles from the house. We were we went and played. There were there was a new part of the development going in. This yeah. house is being built. Kids are going uh, to let's go. Yeah, absolutely. House is under construction or a blast to play. Time got away from us a little bit. And it was you know almost like nine nine thirty at night. We're riding oh, our bikes around. And my uh, my parents were livid. So you know, my I saw my dad come screaming up in a car. You know, oh. and, and <laughs> I'm like, "Hey, dad!" It's <laughs> like, "Oh no, this oh. can't be good." Yeah, and they, mean, they the neighbors have been looking for us, and it was it was bad. I, I think I told you guys the story. I, my sister and I, my sister was watching me and some other kids, and and uh, I was well, probably kindergarten. wasn't even in kindergarten. I, don't know, I was like five years old, and I, uh, she we got in a fight, and I said, "Screw this, I'm leaving." She thought I was joking. Right? Uh, no, you were I, real. I left. I hit the dusty trail, man. I went down the road, and I did. Was, you have the naps, uh, the I, thing on the stick? No, and all I, that? I, I, I didn't gather okay. a uh, uh, any <laughs> luggage or anything like that. I'm but, going now. But I was I was hitting the road, and uh, and I I, I I hitched a ride with a guy on a motorcycle. On a motorcycle. Yeah. 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 Okay, I thought oh, yeah. it was a story. I told you that, and then I was looking for one of one of our Where friends, you going, son? friends of the family's house, and uh, you know, just from my you know weak description, he was managed to take me somewhere that looked a little bit like this neighborhood, and I wandered around. I was lost. I was gone for hours. Oh now, at what and point apparently did you... they had called the police? Oh, okay, and there was there were tons of people out in cars looking for me everywhere. How long into it did they call the police? Uh, you know what? I don't know. You don't know. You know what? My mom's in town. I'll have to ask her yeah. about yeah. that because uh, they. But they put out the the full search party, and uh, so and, there were loads of people looking oh, for you. Yeah. And what what kind of hell did you catch when you were found? You know what? I was so young, Steve, that I didn't. They they didn't really rip me apart. They were just so right. happy to see me that I didn't uh, I didn't get you know spanked or anything <laughs> like that. I've already told the stories uh, about the the one when I was a little kid. I fell asleep. I, I decided to sleep under my bed one time. So when my mom went to wake me up in the morning, I wasn't there. Right, and that was like a little bit, your little yeah. gift to her. Well, I mean, I might have been five or four. You know, I, I didn't know any better. Yeah, I slept in the closet a couple of times. It was just a cool way to you know yeah. to sleep. Uh, but there was another time at the I was a senior in high school. And I was tired, and this is at the, the high na school. National Swimming uh, uh, Catholic Where's our 19-year-old son? <laughs> Where is he? Where is he? He's a simple-minded boy. He wasn't wearing his name tag. Oh. Uh, but it was the, the swimming championships were at uh, LaSalle. Uh, and... <laughs> 
know how to get home. He I, doesn't know where he lives. I went to the top of the rafters, and I was done all my, my, my events, so I was just kind of like waiting, and I, I went up there to lay down, and I fell asleep for like two hours, and nobody knew where I was. You were helping some guy find a puppy. <laughs> no, but uh, I mean, people were looking. They had campus security, and people were all in their cars, really? driving all over North Philly looking for me, and then I woke up. Yeah, you had to catch crap for that. Oh, my God. My little brother was crying. He was, a, he was only a freshman in high school. He thought, you know, I was murdered or something. Your freshman in high school brother was is, okay. Just crying? Yeah. Wow. Well, he was upset, man. I was going for <laughs> 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 Just about Just about two or three years ago, I was at a wedding, and I got in a fight with my boyfriend. So I just kind of stormed off and went into another ballroom. And I must have been in there for like an hour or so. I must have been crying. Was it another wedding? No, it was just an empty ballroom. Oh. And I, I came out like an hour later. I wiped my tears. I got my makeup all together. The entire wedding was looking for <gasps> me. They were, like, uh, checking under tables. They thought I hid. Wait a second. Maybe Marissa's she's standing under again. a table, yeah. <laughs> so Maybe she's blowing You, like, ruined the bride and groom's day. Yeah, like, everybody's looking for me. I didn't realize oh that big God. of a deal. Wait, Just, I was literally, the ballroom was, like, right next door, and nobody went in there. Yeah, this is, but this, you're adults at this point. Casey, you're yeah. in high school. She's a full-blown adult. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when, a, when an adult wanders off, I don't go, wow, where's that 34-year-old yeah. who was just here? I'll tell you what, though. When when we were kids, uh, we we had formed this club. Um, it was the Running Away Club. The run <laughs> yeah. Did you use an apostrophe? Seriously, the Running Away Club. All right. So I mean, yeah, we, we had set up. We had all oh had God. we had tents and everything. Backwards right. B on the oh, sign. I, dude, this this is it's so ridiculous. <laughs> the Running Away Club. Uh, I'm trying to think of how many kids it was. Even the club is called the Running Away Club. <laughs> Bad much kids gonna get ready. Anytime dropping the hat to run away. <laughs> Even when they're in high school. It's not running away club, is running, it? Running. Running. No. Running. Yeah. Running on empty. <laughs> running on down the road. Oh dear the God. The song is the running away club. <laughs> So anyway, Casey. There was like the deadbeat club. There was probably six of us in this club, and I might have been in third grade or something like that. I, I mean, we were all still pretty young, and it was uh, it was me, uh, this girl Chrissy, Diana, Matt, and then and there were a couple of more people in there. This and then, little pecker who lived down the street filled in all my holes. His older sister and brother. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, okay. he, he was too young to be in the club. Um, but it, we did, had, did you actually institute planned runaways? Planned runaway. Okay. Uh, I mean... But you don't talk about running away. Right, you don't talk <laughs> about running away, away club. Dude, we had a chant going about running away. That we, I remember. What was it? We were. I can't remember what the chant oh. was. Did you actually, but, at the end of this, so did you actually run away and were people looking for you? It was It was like we were on strike, you know? Like people, you know, with the, you know, like, hell no, we won't go. It was like, we're, run, run, we're run. the running away club. Yeah. So, the, and. It started to get a little too real for me. I was like, dude, these guys, are, these guys are really going to run away. I've gotten into deep. This <laughs> all started as a lark, but now I'm in too deep. I'm nine levels into the running away club, and I don't know how to get out. I don't know. We're having a meeting tonight. I was thinking of telling them, but I, I, they get the look in their eyes, and they know that they know that I'm thinking of adding the G to the running. <laughs> I don't like the apostrophe. It's too informal. I'll meet you behind the Acme tonight. We'll talk about what we're going to do, but I, I got to get out. <laughs> oh. I got to get out of the running away club. I got to run away from the running away club. <laughs> That's how effed up things have become. <laughs> He's just gotten in too deep. Oh, 
<laughs> I want you to remember the chant. Oh, I, I can't. You know what? I can't remember the Who chant. Who else was in the club? Can we find out? They ran away, Kathy. There's no way. No one can't track them down. Track down. Um, I'm trying to. Uh, Jeff, Dave, anybody? Say, Jeff wasn't in there. How about Aunt Peg? Dave wasn't in there. That little pecker's over. Aunt Pat? Aunt Pat wasn't in there. No, but we were we were in the Wagner's driveway, and I mean seriously, we had a couple of different places that we that we all would get together. We did you, know? you and you, so you did run away. So no, well, it, it started to get too real, Steve. Yeah. So I went to Chrissy's parents' house and I said, "Hey, everybody, what can I do for you, son?" <laughs> you told on them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, you yeah. told on the Running Away Club, dude? I Whoa. thought it was just a fun little club that we weren't really going to do anything. And then I seriously... What did you want to tell me, son? Father, I joined the running away club. God forbid. Me to be behind the abbey. (laughs) 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 They've got a safe house. You won't tell me. I can't. As a a Catholic priest, I'm not allowed to tell. Come with me. We'll, uh, we'll get you out of the country. Oh, God. Now the I'm arms re- of the running away club extend far. We have to tell the director, uh, F. Gary Graves, yeah. coming in that this is the concept for the next movie. Yeah, the running away the club. The running away club. I, now I remember because I was in fourth grade at the time because Chrissy was in second grade. So I told Chrissy's parents. Oh. They like, you know, oh, you know, shut up, kid. They, right. they didn't believe me. And then. Well, um, again, I ask. Did you actually ever run away? So or were you ever? Were people ever looking for you? So it's Friday, like Falcon in the story. Steve, it's Friday night. Okay, uh, and for some reason, in fourth grade, I watched the TV show Dallas, and I'm watching Dallas, and then all of a sudden, we get a knock on our door. It's Chrissy and Diana's parents. They went missing. They did it. They ran away. Right? Really? Yeah. They did it. And wow. Chrissy was supposed to make her first communion the next day, and she ran away the night before her first communion. Now, did they interrogate you as to where? Or did you did you did you turn informant on the running away club? Well, I, I mean, we looked in our backyard because there, you know, like I said, I knew all of our hiding spots, so I took everybody to our hiding <laughs> spots. <laughs> yeah, hiding spots. Yeah. Was, was it down by the fishing hole? No, yeah. <laughs> but we had, you know, we had a couple of dozen hiding spots. So I, we went to all the hiding spots, yeah. and as it turns out, they didn't. They weren't in all any of the hiding spots. What they had done, um, Chrissy and Diana. Threw them my off the my holy father, I have a boy here. He comes from the United States. <laughs> Was in the run in the way, Clark. Oh, Lord Almighty. All right. We'll keep you within the walls of the Vatican. You must never leave. Oh, my God. But we did. I mean, the, the cops got involved. Yeah. Uh, what they did is they ended up taking the creek, or the creek as we called it, all the way down from Rutledge through down to Ridley Park, and then uh, eventually, I think... The they Ridley, found the kids? The Ridley Park were they running to the creek them. to elude the bloodhounds? Apparently, <laughs> they were going to one of their grandparents' house, maybe Chrissy's grandmom's house or something, but... I mean, that was that was for real. They went missing for... Dude, it got too real. It got... Dallas is on at like 9 o'clock. So you're thinking a second grader and a fourth grader were still missing at 9 o'clock? That's right. pretty scary. Sure, pretty sure. Tense. How old were you when you were out and about? You were not in the oh, Runaway away club. No, I was not in the yeah. Runaway club. I was like five years old. Uh, let me go. You to were some... in the Wandering Off club. Yeah, that was it, actually. Yeah. Let me let me go to some calls. Uh, we, we got started on this about the boy that was, you know, in the balloons. Falcon. Thought that, that he was in the balloon. And yeah. The Flying so, Away club. Of the Flying Away <laughs> yeah. club. But apparently, you know, I mean, a full search party was out after him, and I just uh, w- was wondering if anybody had ever had people track him down or, or had a, uh, you know, a whole group of people looking for you. Uh, let me go to Sean. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Hey, pretty good. You guys rock. Thanks, man. What's up, Sean? Uh, not much. I got a story that I'm too young to remember, but I'm famous for with my family. Okay. 
so I'm at the shopping mall with my with my parents, and I'm very young. And if you recall, the clothing racks used to be a circle. Dude, yeah. I, I love those oh. as a kid. Okay. I love you could, those. Yeah. You could disappear yeah. in those things. Yes. I have one. <laughs> so apparently I crawl into the circle in the center of that, and it's so full of clothes, they can't find me. Yeah. So they get the mall security, and everybody's looking around for me. I think it was like a Macy's or some kind of store. And all, everybody's looking for me, and they have like the code red going on. And after about an hour or so, I guess, of them looking for me, they find this other little boy who's crying. And at first, the, the security thought it was me. And when they asked him, oh, you know, is everything okay? They brought him to my parents. They found out it wasn't me. They said, what's wrong? And the boy says, I can't find my daddy. And they thought that this guy took me and left his kid there and oh. ran off. Oh, that's weird. That's effed up. How did they yeah. eventually find you? Well, apparently I was... I must have just said, I'm in here, like, after a while. I don't know if I took a nap or, like, what happened, but apparently then, like... That dinner jacket finally... is talking. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, and then they said that they hugged me and loved me, and then they were so mad they didn't know if, or, or if they should, you know, continue to stay there or if they should just go home. They didn't know if they wanted to, you know, spank me or hug me. They Dude, were so... I had many encounters in those in wow. department stores where I would crawl because yeah. I, I, I guess they still have them to some yeah. extent or another, yeah. 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 but you could crawl in. And they, I think the far side did a parody of it one time yeah. where they, they, there were guys inside with, uh, like, TVs and stuff. Yeah, and, it was a Bud Light commercial. Oh, Bud Light, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's like a fort in <laughs> there you know yeah, you yeah. look yeah. for any excuse to build a fort when you're a kid you might as well do it inside a you know circle of clothes i'm gonna go to uh rob next hey rob how you doing man good how are you doing good yeah, what's up yeah, yeah, Zooks, man what's going on uh none uh actually casey i was at the same creek uh, in ridley park uh when i was younger and i ran away and i was down that creek were you with the uh running away club or were you a free agent uh, i was actually a free agent okay <laughs> free agent wow should have picked him up yeah well uh i was uh coming i was I I got in an argument with my uh, aunt who I was staying with at the time, and she, I was just like, you know, I'm done with this, and I went down the street to where the uh, creek was, and I decided they were running away. Right. Found some kids, and I started hanging out with them. All of a sudden, these cops are coming down the creek, and they pretty much yelled at me, so I started running. It was almost like a well, you your mistake was you hooked up with the Running Away Club, yeah, yeah and I they did. had been I under did. investigation for a while, right? So yeah. <laughs> But uh, when you're a kid, you're right, Kathy. You said you you don't know why. Yeah. Well, what's what's up? Yeah, <laughs> what happened? Knew, yeah. What's the big deal? Yeah, you're yeah. not privy to the hours of hand wringing and oh my god, he's dead. <laughs> yeah. Let you were go. just playing. Hey, yeah. Out. Let me go. <laughs> this next. is pretty good time. Next to Bill. Hey, Bill. How you doing? <laughs> hey, Bartle Bartle What's up, man? Hey, what's going on? I actually have two stories. Uh, first, when I was about six years old. We grew up. I well, I grew up in, uh, like, a really tight-knit neighborhood, like, literally from my aunt's house. In between my aunt's house and my parents' house, I had about three other houses that consisted of family members, my grandmother's house. Right. Uh, and we had a pretty big family. Well, um, one day I was walking from my aunt's house to home, and I uh, ran into my godmother, who was, like, my mother's best friend, whatever, and uh, started chatting, you know, hanging out. And uh, she was just coming back from grocery shopping, so she asked me to help her. So I'm like, sure, you know, maybe I'll get So like, what happened? What's the point? Right <laughs> Bill, come on, happened? we're running well, away. They invited me to stay for dinner, and he told me to call my parents. I called my parents, and nobody answered the phone. But they were making meatloaf, so I told them that it was okay that I stayed for dinner. Okay. So now, hours later, dinner's over. We watched the movie, the whole deal. I'm walking home like nothing happened. The streets are blocked off. 
There's cops everywhere. Oh. Like, I have like 27 family members in like the entire neighborhood with flashlights. They had dogs out the whole thing. And all the while, you're sitting at a relative's house eating dinner. Right, and they caught everybody I was related to, but this wasn't like a blood family member. And I, right. and I guess they just didn't consider asking them had they seen me. So it was a pretty, uh, it, I mean, it looked like, you know, <laughs> Mystic River. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everybody <laughs> looking for you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, absolutely insane. Okay. Right, then, uh, That's good. Good yep. story. That's uh, one one story's plenty. Bill had another. <laughs> Bill, that one story's good. Thank you. We love you. We appreciate it, but we didn't need to know yeah. about the meatloaf. <laughs> Mom! <laughs> meatloaf! Meatloaf! Uh, let me see here. I have uh, Steve on the line. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Good, how are you, man? Love the show you guys rock. Thanks, Thanks man. man. We appreciate it, Steve. What's up? Uh, I was a little kid growing up in Cincinnati. Uh, I was about five years old at the time, and one of those random, stupid little kid things that people do. <laughs> in the middle of summer, I throw on a, uh, a winter coat, grab a lunchbox, and start walking around the block uh, in my neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Get about three quarters of the way all the way around the block, decide to hunker down and take a nap on the sidewalk, <laughs> and... Uh, I wake up to uh, three or four of the Cincinnati police uh, sitting over like, kid, what are you doing? Are you all right? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm taking a nap. They take me home. My parents like, what the hell is wrong with you? Uh, You're wearing your good winter coat. Yeah. yeah. In exactly. August. Yes. It's always because they end up taking a nap. You know, like this kid was, yeah. in, in Colorado was just out. You know, in the in the rafters, and he just decided he was going to lay down for a little bit of time, and then his parents, you know, assuming that this isn't a hoax, and Kathy, I'm with you, I think it is. Um, but uh, you know that, that he was just passed out for but a little. You can't well, get your kids to take a nap. Like I can't. Well, here's the deal: is that the, yeah. the dad had apparently earlier chided them for hanging around the balloon really? and screwing in, around with it. Yeah, he had right. jumped in the. So little... the dad gave him crap. So the yeah. kid yeah. like was nervous and went away from oh, the dad yeah. and ran up, and and that's where he fell asleep. Yeah, and that can happen. I mean, if you yeah. you know if, sure. you, if you get on a Get a little bad enough, though. You know, they'll, you, you and your dad get upset when you played around with his UFO shaped weather balloon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he never liked yeah. that at all. Ma, the meatloaf! <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me see here. Um, I'm going to go to Dave on the line. Hey, Dave, how you doing, man? Good, how are you? Good, what's up, buddy? Hey, when I was about, uh, I guess, 19, 20 years old, I was at Chippensburg University, so I guess this is kind of like a Casey-esque story. All right. But uh, I didn't come home one weekend. I was, I was supposed to come home, you know, come visit, whatever, back to Drexel Hill. And I just didn't feel like it. I'd, you know, I decided I'd rather party instead, so I stayed up at school. Did you let anyone know that, Dave? Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> when, I, when I come home to visit, you know, I'd still go out at night and hang out. Right. I would never see anyone. My mom's a nurse. She would work a double. I, I wouldn't see her. I mean, I told her one time I was home when I didn't bother coming home. And she said, oh, I didn't even see you. I said, yeah, I was there. <laughs> anyway, so I don't come home. And then I guess she tried calling me over the weekend or Monday morning. And my roommate had decided that he wasn't paying bills anymore. And our phone got shut off. Oh, God. Well, again, so I don't think anything about it. Well, now... My mom's brother's in the uh, Secret Service. So he starts making his phone calls, you know, prisons, hospitals, morgues, you know, going through the whole nine yards to find out where I am. No description. I guess, well, one time I had hitchhiked to uh, get to the train station in Harrisburg. So, of course, my mom's thinking I'm killed, I'm murdered, I'm in a ditch somewhere or whatever. Yeah. So my uncle then started making his phone calls, had the Shippensburg University police banging on my door. The Shippensburg Town Police, 
the state police from that area, my landlord, the daytime manager of the place I was working, <laughs> the manager, all came to my house within 25 minutes going, you know. And so, of course, when you're 19, 20 years old, you just spent the night out partying, and you have the state police banging at your door at 8 a.m. Right. You're, you're, you're a little nervous when you're hungover, and he just hands me a card, or you, Dave, yeah. Call your uncle or your mother. Oh. Walked away. <laughs> and walked away. Call your uncle. Oh, my God! Oh, and here's the kicker. I call my mom. She goes, oh, you're okay? Yeah. All right. I'll talk to you later. I'm going to work. <laughs> oh, my God. That's beautiful. Wow. So you hit all the police force. That's classic. All right. One last story, and then we got to take a break because uh, Brandon's been holding on for a while. Hey, Brandon. How are you, ma'am? Brandon, are you there? Brandon! Guess we lost him. Ah, he was saying that he he threatened to run away when he was five years old, and his parents helped him. <laughs> oh, that was the same thing. My, my my mom did the same Reverse thing. Psychology. Run away. Yeah. All right, let's get all your stuff together yeah, here. You're going to need this. Yeah. You're going to need that. And I was like, oh, all right. And then I, I called about a month later from Albuquerque. Thanks, mom. I was uh, I was working at a check cashing place. <laughs> right, right. I, was, I was nine. No, no. Yeah, you know, it was. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, you just oh, they're into this. They're a little too into this, and then you always you know buckle. Yeah. I said, I think I want to stay. Yeah. My favorite cartoon's on. Well, uh, apparently this kid is fine, and uh, he had he had crawled off because his dad had, had chided him, and uh, he hid out in the uh, uh, in the attic. Yeah. And Kathy and Nick don't think that's uh, the case at all. Yeah, there's a possibility. I mean, it's just certainly loony. I think it. I think it was just an accident that happened yeah. to a bizarre family. However, how did that balloon get launched, though? That's a question. Well, it's too. supposed to just hover. They said like fifty to a hundred feet, and the the tether. tether. Oh, the uh, tether broke. Yep. Yeah. I oh. just think there's too many things. Things, you know, like, so he was sleeping or hiding in the rafters. The tether broke. I don't know. It's all. It's a loony family. Fishy. I'm not yeah. saying uh, completely sure that it wasn't a hoax, but it. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It seems kind of legit. Well, they're going to do a little more investigating today, they said, and talk to the family yeah. a little more and stuff. So um, there, there'll be another report out. You're listening to Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. MMR rocks now. With the Phil's win last night, I want to reinvigorate Cleavage Corner. And ladies, we want to see your support of our guys on your chesticles, as Pierre yes. would say, and uh, <laughs> send pictures to nick at wmmr.com just get uh, shots of your cleavage with something about the fills written there include us if you can too That'd be great and we'd love to put them up on the website get a little excitement rolling here so send those over to nick at wmmr.com and we'll beef up cleavage corner even a little bit more uh and uh we have a lot of other great things on the website too a video one of the funniest videos i've seen in quite a while i don't know where this took place but there's a drunk guy in a convenience store who's got his case of beer and refuses to let it go, and it goes on and on. This guy cannot get up to save his life. Sure, and you may think, oh, I've, I've seen people drunk in oh. public places videos. Nothing can rival this because he is virtually completely non-functioning, and, and he keeps his hand on his suitcase of beer. beer. But Ken is trying to figure out, he's so inebriated, he's trying to figure out how to stand. Yeah, and there are times where you start rooting for him. You're like, you're come doing on, it, buddy. You yeah. can stand up, man. We were I know all, it. We were all standing around the video <laughs> just chanting, yeah. come on, and let's the great, go. The best part is at one portion of the video, while he's valiantly trying to stand up, in the other aisle, there's a guy just shopping. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There, he looks like a turtle who, like, flipped yeah. over Trying a shell yeah. and can't get back over. Oh, my God. I'm like, oh, just lean forward. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> just lean. It is so funny. Check it out on uh, PrestonandSteve.com when you get a chance. Hey, uh, we want to have a uh, friend on the show quickly before we get to the Bizarre File because there's a really cool thing that's going to be happening with uh, Chickies and Pizzas yeah. weekend. And it's only happening at a couple of places around the country. Please welcome the proprietor of said establishment, Mr. 
Mr. Pete Schrock. Yeah. yeah. To the show. Yo, Pete, how you doing, bud? Wow, what a show. I want to go to the hardware bar tonight, man. <laughs> <laughs> I have it. <laughs> they have a special screwdrivers. What's, what's the deal there? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Now listen, what's this thing with uh, with Saturday Night Live, Pete? That's going on. Yeah, Saturday Night Live is going to be a Chicky and Pete. This, you know, Saturday night. Obviously, they're going to go live during the show to Chicky and Pete's, where they're going to do something with Bud Light Golden Wheat. They're going to have somebody dressed as a bottle of Bud Light Golden Wheat. It's a bit at the bar, and she and he's going to meet her. She's going to meet a stalk. Of wheat. All right. And the stalk of wheat is my understanding. You know, they were in there yesterday, like the casting people and looking around and talking. And they asked Marissa to be the stalk of wheat. Yeah. yeah. Hey. So Marissa, the Marissa thought they said weed. I said, no, wheat. <laughs> weed. No, no. <laughs> no that's just she smokes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I said, no, that's not the same. All right, so so they're going to go live for this commercial. Yeah, and it starts at seven thirty. You know, they're going to start looking at people and have them sign the form so they can get the uh, clearance, so they can have them on TV. And then at uh, I guess eleven thirty at night when the show comes on, they'll go live for, uh, from Philadelphia to Saturday night. Now that's, and they're they're just doing it. They're, they're doing it. Will it play just in the Philadelphia area, or will it be national? Well, what they, it, no, that'll be national. Oh, national all right. TV, they, evidently, they scoured the, the country and looked for people that wanted to be wheat, and they found one here. <laughs> there we go. Nice. Such an arduous search. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah. Very good. People were running away, but now they're staying. <laughs> well, that's cool. So, and and uh, will you be making an appearance? Uh, I was I wanted to be the bottle of Bud, but evidently, there's a relationship between those two. I'm not going to get involved. Oh, all right. But, see, what happens is the, the golden wheat and the Bud... They sort of uh, start the date, and out of it comes the new bottle of the new beer, Bud Light Golden Wheat. All right, so uh, they they get it on, and their baby is the new the new uh, bottle of beer. I that's the premise. Right. I really don't know, but it sounds like there's something hanky panky going on. All right, okay, all right. That's all right, cool. Cool. You know, when you start drinking, who the hell knows what's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> a little so, bit of weed. I mean, wheat. <laughs> yeah. So, Pete, people should come out, and they might have they might have a shot in being in the commercial. Anybody who's there, as long as they, yeah, they can come out and be in a commercial. So at 7.30 to start looking, and by 11.30, I guess they'll find enough people to get on. Yeah. And it's it, great because there's no Phillies. Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. Right. And you're, you'll have no problem filling that place up and just, uh, well, they, all they're going to make you do is sign a, a re release form so you can be on TV. That's, that's right to be yep. on Saturday Night Live. And, I, you know, it's just such a nice thing. Out of all the things, we've been on Oprah, this and that. Being on Saturday Night Live, you know, growing up and just listening to that, watching that at nighttime, yeah. Yeah. it's going to be cool. Very awesome, cool, man. All right, well, listen, and Pete, we're uh, we're in the production stage of our calendar, and uh, once again, looking forward to coming to uh, Chickies and Pete's for the uh, release party. Sounds like a date, November thirteenth, isn't it? Yeah, that's what it is. is. That it? That's, that's what we're looking at. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm gonna leave it out, but uh, yeah, hell yeah. I did not know that. That's awesome. Okay, <laughs> well, we're uh, we're good to go. Then breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. Now, well, you know, is and there's only one place you can have it at. Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's it's now a tradition. Yep, absolutely. Well, listen, we love it. It's like the greatest. It's the year. We think it's so much fun. Everybody else wants it. They can't have it. Awesome. awesome. All right, Pete. Well, uh, have a good weekend. And, uh, we'll be watching. Yeah, have yeah, a keep an eye on my weed, will you? Right, yeah. We will. We'll yeah. keep an eye on your weed for you. Thanks, Ralph. All right, thanks, man. We appreciate it. Pete's Rocky. Yeah. yeah. Chickies and Pete's. And uh, obviously, great place to watch the game later on today, too. So uh, that's going to be really cool. So Marissa is going to be on Saturday Night Live. Right. But her face will be obscured, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's just gonna be, it's just going to be it's arms a, and legs. It's a full costume. So, but, so the way uh, she's often seen. You'll know that it's her. <laughs>
listening to Preston and Steve. Preston and Steve. On 93.3 WMMR. MMR rocks now. Driven down the left field line and deep and gone. The Phillies' secret weapon strikes again. Carlos Ruiz, a three-run homer, and the Phillies have the lead. Oh, so beautiful. So beautiful. And uh, we're going to get uh, Michael Barkan, John Brazier on a little bit later on. We'll talk uh, about some of the fills uh, and uh, what we can expect coming up in a moment. But, uh, Kathy, you've got an event that you wanted to hit? Yes, next Sunday, uh, the 25th at 3.30. We will be at the Haverford School uh, in Haverford uh, for a, a dance charity event. It's myself, Matt Cord, and Marissa. Uh, we've been teamed up with these dancers at Dance Sport Academy, which is in Ardmore. And it's really cool. It's ballroom dance lessons they do there. Uh, so we've each learned a different dance. And Jackie Bam Bam is actually... <laughs> going to host the event. Oh, which yeah. I'm, great. I'm, I'm a little nervous about this. So is he. <laughs> He's like, are you sure you want me to do this? Are you sure you want me to do He's this? He's perfect for it. Uh, no, he, he is. He, he really is. But um, he, he just IM'd over yeah. and it just says cha-cha-cha Romano. Yes. Um, <laughs> we need to have him on like once a week because I, I you insane. know, he is, he is absolutely... Yeah sanely insane you know I mean, he, he knows what he's, he's talking awesome. about but yeah so he's he's hosting the event and uh we're gonna we're going to be dancing it's three thirty next sunday uh and you can buy tickets all the information is on the preston and steve website uh you can go there you can go to their website uh, the dance board academy or you can call them uh to get tickets and tickets are thirty dollars or 35 at the door we have tons of prizes to give away and uh the, the winner between the three of us me matt and marissa will be determined by uh the crowd applause so we need a lot of people there and then uh you know one of us whoever gets the the money we'll donate it to uh, the charity that the charity we have. they want yep, that's that very picked. cool all right next sunday is when and it's in the afternoon so that's going to be cool we're looking at a video of that's matt core yes yeah. it is wow look toes. at the little boots he's wearing he's doing pretty well <laughs> who's wow. he dancing with his, that's his partner Aideen. she's uh she's a professional dancer she's awesome she's is that on really our website great. is nope. that is not that, yet it, send it needs it to, me. to be yeah. yeah send that over to nick because that's uh that's funny and Pretty i'll good. tell you i i saw i haven't seen matt dance just this video marissa is doing like all kinds of flips her partner throws her up in the it's possible he's just trying to beat her Easy. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, next Saturday we could or Sunday. Next Sunday, yeah. We got to check. And that there's out. there's no Eagles game next Sunday, so perfect. There you go. Yep. All right. Well, listen. I wanted to pose yeah. something to you guys. I thought this would be interesting to see what your responses would be. I, it's just something I was I was watching a movie a couple of weekends ago, and I jotted down a note uh, because somebody in the movie was a uh, uh, an actor that I had always wanted to meet, and I started to think about you know maybe you might ask a question who's the you know who's a celebrity you would most like to meet, and that's that's a little bit too broad because I I've though I could answer that one really yeah on, on a very general level yeah but I uh, your yours well, takes on more of a psychological profile yeah yeah I, I broke it down and I and I thought of who the celebrities are to you know people in, in society just who are the people that we look to that are celebrities and I broke them down into four different categories and I just kind of thought about who I might want to spend a day with in each one of these categories and and the uh, the categories. I broke them down into are musician, politician, actor, and athlete. Okay. And I think that that pretty much sums up all that we see in the world as celebrities. And under politician, I also mean as like world leaders, you know, or even... Oh, world leaders as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Not necessarily just the world of politics. Someone, all right, all right. Like, Someone's like, a political affiliation. Yeah, or a monarchy, you know, okay. like a queen. Somebody who is, you know, uh, of that a horrible, stature. A despot, a uh, tyrant. No, not okay. like, no, I mean, like the Queen of England or something okay. like that. Uh, would right. fall under politician, as well as the Pope, uh, I think. Sure. Because he's the head of, you know, Vatican City, which is He's running the whole joint. He yeah. runs the whole thing. So I, I thought religious leaders might fall underneath that category All as right. well, because they do have a, a political 
uh, side to what they do. Uh, and they, they have, have to be they, alive, though, right? They have influence, and they do have to be alive. Because my dead list would be a lot easier. But but I, uh, I people that that it could legitimately happen with. And uh, and then also, if you want, what we, you would do with them for the day? Do you want to hear mine? Because yes. I'll give you guys. You set you set the precedent here to, to, to think about this. But but I thought of uh, now. I've already met Paul McCartney. And yes, he, and he is my my one on the top of the list. He's your politician. Uh, so no, he would be the musician. Oh, musician, okay. All right, I see that. I see that. <laughs> yeah, you see that. Yeah. All right, musician, politician, actor, athlete. So I went with um, for musician. I think Bono. Yeah, is yeah. a guy that I would like to hang out with for a day. Yep, because he, he's he's interesting. Number one, an outstanding yeah. musician, and he likes to drink too. Yeah, so I think that we would probably have a few drinks, have a good time, throw some darts, do whatever, hang out. I think that that would be a really well, cool. It's really getting late. <laughs> it's two in the afternoon. It's really getting late here. Uh, the whole day. Oh, what a day we've had, huh? Like a whole it's an awesome, awesome time. Like a twenty-four hours. I'd like. Oh, to I'm answer. really tired. So uh, I think it would be. You probably have to get going doing your stuff that you do there. So I'll see you later. Uh, <laughs> but the uh, the politician I had a hard time with because politics I really don't care about. I'm I just they don't fascinate me much. Right, that's easiest for me actually. Okay, well, good. We'll get to you in a minute. <laughs> right. um, but I, I came down to two people. It would either have to be Obama simply because of a yeah. uh, you know because he's, he's it's a it's a landmark that he's African American and president of the United States and he's the president. But, but I but I also thought maybe who who might have the coolest stories would be John McCain because of the time he spent in the Hanoi Hilton. That's an amazing one. Would yeah. be pretty incredible to hear about that stuff and sit down with him. So I think I might put him on the list. Yeah. And and I don't care Democrat Republican whatever it, it doesn't. Elvis I, will always be the king. That's of rock right. and <laughs> Doesn't matter if you're Republican, Democrat, Jew, Black, White. Elvis will always be the king of rock and roll. Um, that was good, Steve. Musician, politician, the actor, which got me to thinking about this in the first place, uh, was because I was watching uh, Apollo 13, and it's Tom Hanks. Oh yeah, yeah. I just I, I I can't imagine somebody who would be more cool than him. And easier to talk to and more kind of like a down-to-earth person. Yep, yep. And he's been in so many great movies and he's so talented. Um, and, and I had to run through a lot because, I mean, there's Al Pacino and there's, you know, and there's Nicholson too. And Nicholson and all these people. But I, I think Tom Hanks would just be the coolest to hang out with. And, uh, athlete, um, I went with Tiger Woods because I'd have to play wow. golf with him. Yeah. That's yeah, a good one. Awesome. I'd have to, I'd, and, and he, he reigns supreme over his sport. He dominates. And, uh, Untouchable. And I think he would yeah. be the one. So um, that, I just thought it was kind of a cool little, you know, profile on yourself. Just kind of who, who would you fantasize about? And feel free to call in if you've got any that you'd want to. Who would be your ultimate, ultimate, ultimate overall want to meet and spend time to talk with? Um, uh, uh, transcending all categories. To spend all day with? Yeah. Or the better um, part of the morning. I, I would... <laughs> I'd have to say probably Paul McCartney again. Okay, you know I just or do you mean within that group that I chose? Uh, no, no, it can be anybody outside of that. Yeah, I'd probably say Paul, well, but I mean I've already met him. Uh, so, but but I mean to spend a day with him is just be incredible. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and and be able to ask what you want to ask, you know, and not have him shuffle you off. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great hanging out with you. Bono's waiting for you, isn't he? Yeah. You know what, Preston, on your list, I've actually met two of those people. I met Tom Hanks and I met Bono. That's I, right. I met Bono twice, and yeah. uh, it was they were both very brief encounters, but um, both were. Hey, pr- this is the test flying by, Nick. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it was pretty cool, man. Just being in the same room with either one of them is, is an amazing thing. Well, who wants to go next? What do you think? Uh, I got, well, you got, you, please, by all means, ov- overall, the w- one that I'd want to meet overall, just to, to say as someone I just would love to spend time to talk with would be Steve Jobs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Yep. That's a good one, Steve. Yeah. I have I have all four, and, and I have, uh, I'll, I'll start with Athlete, and uh, I'm going with Eric Lindros, only because I was really fascinated with him, and, and you you've always of, You've always been a a fan of yeah, his. I was a huge fan when he when he sort of turned the team around and, and, and brought the Flyers back, and what happened with him, and him being run out of town, um, I, I think is a really interesting inside look um, into, you know, the politics of sports within Philadelphia, and especially within the Flyers organization. So I, right. I, I would just like to chat with wow, him. Okay. Matt That's, Cord, I guess, is sort of developed another a friendship one you want to meet? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's your uh, musician. Eric Sorry. Lindros, see, that seemed, that's shooting kind of low, I, I think. I know, but but I think if it's you... It's who you want. I, I, I know. Make fun of the list. Sorry. You don't design the list and then terrorize us with it. I just think for a day, I mean, Tiger's an amazing guy, but I, I think for a day, I'd, I'd like to find out right. what Eric has to say. Uh, musician's easy, Eddie Vedder, right. uh, just because I, I love him. Uh, actor, Tom Cruise, because he's nuts, and I think he and has... potentially a, gay. And poten- yeah. yeah, so we got a lot in common. <laughs> yeah. Um, and But I, I think that the, he's just fascinating. He's also pretty smart when it comes to... I want to take you to a gay bar! So we'd go to Woody's together. <laughs> <laughs> Hang out. Um, but interesting, right? Many levels to him. And he's a really good interview. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think there'd just be a lot to talk to him about. And I like his movies. And then right. uh, politician Bill Clinton. I, I, you know, that guy's just done and seen he it all. He would have some stories, yeah. that's yeah. damn sure. Uh, very cool. Very interesting. All right. I, I, uh, there, I have definitely um, angled my responses uh, to different things. For musician, it'd be Donald Fagan. Because wow. yeah. I've been a huge Steely fan Dan. of Steely Dan for years, and I like to find out what half those songs mean. That's yeah, a good, you know? well, that's good. Why don't you ask them next week? They're playing yeah. the uh, the truck, I believe. No, yeah. no, no, the tower. Yeah, for, tower. For politician, I'm a big fan of history, and one of the the, the biggest historians uh, politically is Newt Gingrich. So oh, I'd yeah? like to spend some time uh, talking to him. Actor Clint Eastwood. Wow. Because oh. I figure oh. that would be cool. He seems like a cool guy. Yeah, you that's know? a good one. And athlete, I went with Tiger Woods as well. You really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I figure. The, the, uh, you know what's it like, and maybe his wife would hang out while the time we were. That's just, true. Yeah. She's hot as hell. Yeah, and maybe Clinton, you and, yeah. and he could go over to Tiger's house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kathy. Okay. Um, musician, definitely agree with you with Bono. Yeah, for sure. Because I think it would. I don't know. Just be cool to hang out. I would probably just want to like sit at his house and hang He's out. He's extremely charismatic. It's Kathy, yeah. it's getting kind of late. <laughs> <laughs> it's time this to go. Great. I like hearing about your shoes and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I want to talk to you yeah, about yeah, shoes. Yeah. Um, sorry that sandwich wasn't to your liking. <laughs> <laughs> just a good time just got away from us. Didn't it? <laughs> your husband's probably waiting for you. Right? Do you want me to go? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, okay, the actor. Well, I picked two because I think the first one you're going to laugh at me. So then I picked a cover up one. Okay. Um, Sally Field. Okay. Oh, what's I, wrong with that? I love her, and I think she's an amazing actress. I think she she's excellent, and I just think that she would be somebody, you know, not necessarily like Bono, where you'd like hang out, but I could, I don't Let's know, go just to Sally Field's house. She's <laughs> <laughs> on that show, brothers and sisters and cousins. She's a flying nun. I mean, the, the chick could fly. She's worth a talk to. Right. <laughs> All right. Um, but my cover up was Robert Duvall because we could go dancing. Okay. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Um, politician, I would say Reagan, but he's dead and I know right. you can't say that. So, uh, Obama. Obama. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, an athlete, I honestly, 
I don't know. I don't care. It would have to definitely be someone that was retired and passed the whole... Superstardom, super, yeah. Yeah. yeah, superstardom. I mean, I, like Hulk Hogan would he be an athlete? No, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pick him. I mean, maybe Michael Jordan, but I still think that he kind of is still in that stardom. Still and in that zone, right? He, I don't think he's. Somebody Why wouldn't that, you want somebody in the height of their uh, uh, career? Somebody know, you think who might be more likely to talk about honestly, things? Honestly, because I think they're all the same. Yeah, okay. it's all the same, and it. You know, I would want to talk more than what they've done. You know, with their money, maybe somebody who's who's done investments and and you know can talk more about that as opposed to you're, you're looking for financial advice. Well, I mean, as, as opposed to people who are just going to talk about the, the 15th car they bought. Okay. okay. All right, so if you're tuning in, this is just an idea that I had. Uh, who are the four people that you would want to spend a day with? And it would be musician, politician, uh, actor, athlete, because I think that those are our celebrities. Casey? All right. Uh, I want to go with the two easiest ones for me to answer were... Um, musician? No. Politician? Uh, or not, I'm going to surprise you with musician. All right. uh, we're, we're politician, really. Um yeah. I'd like to spend the day with Kim Jong-il. That dude is so whack that I just need to, you know, sit down and find out what is in that brain of his. You, wow. It'd certainly be a peek into a, an interesting uh, persona. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. And, and in this, you're, you're taking the tact of, wow, a dude that effed up has to be interesting. And in this fantasy world, I'm not going to get killed for the questions that I have to ask. No. Okay. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Because that would so. really ruin the afternoon. Right. If you immediately <laughs> executed. <laughs> yeah. They so have good, good time over at Kim Jong-il. <laughs> um, don't don't bring up North Korea. Yeah, but I mean that dude is just so wacky that I I really need to sit down okay. and, and have a conversation with him. Actor um, Salma Hayek, without a doubt, yeah. it's just me and her. She doesn't even have to talk. No, yeah. she doesn't. Yeah. But you know, do I get to pick what she wears? No, no, no. not part of the deal. Yeah, all right, yeah, but I would definitely want to spend the day with her. Um, musician, I've already met Trey. I don't want to spend the day with him. Um, right. But it was it was a it was a toss up between Snoop Dogg and uh, Dave Matthews. Okay, really? Uh, yeah, it really. I mean, who would you give the edge to? I though? think I think I would probably give it to Dave Matthews. I, okay, I, he just seems like a really interesting type of dude. Yeah, uh, like to sit down, maybe have him play guitar for me because uh, I can't play for him. Right. Yeah, and then um, athlete that was the hardest for me because I love all sports um, and. I had written down a football player, but I switched it to a Bobby boxer. Fisher? No, no, no. I had written down Tom Brady, but I, I switched to a to a boxer. I think I'd like to hang out with Mike Tyson. I knew you were going to say that. That's a good one. Yep, Case. that would be a That's good a one. That's a really good one. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Is is Ali even an option? I, I had sure. them written yeah. down. I Absolutely. Had yeah. Mayweather, Ali. I had them all written down, but I think I'd rather hang out with Tyson more so than anybody else. Just because he he's bizarre and, and bizarre. A I lot just, of weird things. That yeah, yeah. And, yeah you got to see the documentary. Mm-hmm. It's getting rave reviews. And in his day, he was unstoppable. Yep, he was amazing. All right, let, let's get some calls. I'm interested to see what people have to say. Hey, John, how you doing, man? Hi. Hi. All right, uh, John, musician, politician, actor, athlete. Oh, a musician would definitely be Roger Waters. Wow. I'm in love with Pink Floyd, and you know. Yep. Okay. And he is Pink Floyd. <laughs> no. All right. Well, David Gilmore, Roger Waters, all that, but yeah. Politician. Um, politician. I had Obama, but I'd actually change it to Sarah Palin. Interesting. I think. I think she's hot, and I'd yeah. like to see if she's an alien. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Okay. All right. All right. She is hot. Human. Actor? Actor, uh, I had Jack Nicholas, but I actually changed that to Edward Norton. You mean Jack Nicholson? That's, that's what I meant. I'm sorry. I'm okay, yeah. Norton. And you changed it to Ed Norton? Yeah, Ed Norton. Ed Norton. Pardon. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah. Jack's not happy about that. You snotty oh, little sure bastard. <laughs> you. <laughs> well, I feel like the <laughs> ass. <laughs> he just got, he just bumped him. He's pissed. John, you got to roll with it. All right, uh, and uh, athlete, athlete. 
Uh, Tiger Woods. I played golf. I, I think I was six when he first came around. Yeah. So ever since he came around, I've, I've started playing golf. Okay. Like I don't give a damn <laughs> what you think you are entitled to. Right. Oh, oh man, John, you pissed, you pissed him off. Uh, let me go to Kathy. Hey, Kathy, how you doing? Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> um, my musician would be Dave Matthews. I yeah. love him. Yeah. He would have to sing lay, "Lover Lay Down." Okay. Um, my politician would be Ed Rendell. Really? So he could shave his back. <laughs> I think he's awesome. I think he's done so so many good things. Okay. Ed, Ed's looking better, by the way. You've seen he all the weight great. he's done. He does look much better. Yep, he yeah. looks great. All right, so... I'm not really into celebrities, but it would have to be Sean Connery, because I just think he's awesome. You know, Sean Connery would definitely be in my uh, in yeah. my uh, uh, top Man. three. Steve, think about all like the Bond stuff you could just talk about. I know, about, I just you know? already know so much about yeah. it, and I have a feeling that he's a little curmudgeon now. I, I, I've yeah. seen Clint interviewed, and, and he's he's like, like a, the dude is as vital as anybody, you know? Yeah. All right, and... and Come hang with me, Steve. Person, what if, I was thinking of Banyas, because I think he's awesome, but... Now I change it to Mike Schmidt. Mike, Mike Schmidt, Schmidt, really? Schmidt. You could both eat the sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> but he's awesome, too. Awesome, all right. Okay, all right, those See, are there's good. there's no right or wrong. No. There's just stupid. Uh, let me go to Kevin. <laughs> hey, Kevin, how you doing? <laughs> good morning, guys. How nice. are you? Good, Kevin. What, who's on your list? I, I kind of took the, I wanted to see the day in the life, just kind of a hangout angle. So the top guy for me, uh, the actor, would be George Clooney. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's the man's man. I think the babes that would come around. That would be a day to experience. <laughs> Plus, yeah, you'd like no, to do them, right? You're, you're probably right, yeah. yeah. You're a little bit attracted to him, right, Kev? Uh, no, 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 but he is a man's man. I'll give he him is. that. He is. <laughs> so, and a uh, politician, I actually said, I would love to see what a day in uh, Prince Edward's life is like. The yeah. ruler of an entire country, you know, 25 years old, you know, what his day is like. Uh, I originally was going to say Bono for my uh, musician, but I actually changed it. I'd love to sit down and talk to Gene Simmons. Oh, Gene Simmons. Really? He wouldn't do any talking. He'd be yeah. doing all the talking. Yeah. But maybe no. that's what he wants. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then the, the final one, the athlete, would be uh, Dr. J. I, I just grew up loving Dr. J. Growing yeah. Up yeah, he'd have, he'd have stories, yeah, yeah, stories like crazy, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. That'd right. be pretty good. Cool. Good selection. Right. Thanks, man. What about what? Marissa? We never got Marissa. Oh, I'm sorry, Marissa, because she's already hung out with Moses Malone. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you have anybody? Do, uh, um, musician? I do. I, I jotted down a couple. Okay. Um, I think my uh, my politician would be Bill Clinton. Okay. I think he's, you know, done a lot. Um, <laughs> you could, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> too many right, easy right in line with your uh, <laughs> lifestyle. I'm going to have yeah. a cigar with Bill Clinton. <laughs> David Letterman. Yeah. First, you got to sit on it. Uh, <laughs> Kobe Bryant. Right. My, uh, my musician would definitely be Bob Dylan. I just want to sit down and hear about the 60s, hear about all his crazy stories. You think you'd understand any of the stories? <laughs> well, there's a guy who definitely would have a, uh, a, a yeah. just he's there at the beginning of everything. Smoking yeah. pot with the Beatles, yep. like you know, right at the beginning. Me. Um, this is kind of cheesy, but I think actor. I want to hang out with Jerry O'Connell. Like every time we talk to him on the phone, he's just the, one of those guys you want to sit down and have a beer with. All so right. I think he would be fun, talkative. Um, my athlete, I'm not sure. I got to meet Dominique Mucciano when we brought her in a couple years ago. Um, I'm go I'm thinking like. Maybe Mike Schmidt or like John Madden or somebody that's just got a pick lot one. of stories. You got to pick, pick one. one. Gotta pick one. Yeah. We all did. Well, pick no, one. I'd go Mike Schmidt then. Okay. I'll some stories. Okay. Back in the Phillies. All right. Uh, let me go to Joe on the line. Hey, Joe, good morning. Good morning, buddy. All right. So musician, politician, actor, athlete. Uh, musician would have to be James Hetfield. Um, I just, I love Metallica anyway. I'd love to sit down and ask him like, 
Uh, when Toronto, when he got all burned up. And yeah, just, how did that feel? Yeah. <laughs> that hurt? That was hot. Yeah. That hot? What was the sensation? What would you describe it? <laughs> all right. Um, Pol- politician? Politician would be Charlie Crisp. Uh, I lived in Florida for five years, and when he became governor, I thought, I, I don't know, I liked him as, as he seemed cool. Right. I think it would be fun to just hang out and, like, a golf course or go down to Key West with the governor of Florida and go drinking and stuff. <laughs> All right. Yeah, why not? Act- hey, this is a fantasy situation. Absolutely. So, yeah. All right, actor, Joe? Uh, Paul Rudd. Yeah. yeah. That would be pretty cool hanging out with him, I would think. Yeah, it just seems like you could have a casual, like, just go out for a couple beers and hear some stories, and he'd be fun to get along with. There's a lot um, of cool actors I would love to hang out with, but none of them are as hot as Salma Hayek. That's the only problem. Like, Paul Rudd seems like a really cool dude. Well, he likes Paul Rudd. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Athlete. Uh, athlete would be Brian Dawkins just because of um, just an admirable player, and I always would just kind of want to ask him, like, you know, how do you handle the pressure of being like a big pro football star and then also being involved in the community and being just a stand-up guy. And, and then, kind of then at about 9.30, you'd say, I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no, no, that's, right, well, that's it's a his good list. choice. Yeah, it's he's, he's a good dude. Hey, speaking of uh, going back to Paul Rudd for a second, because forgetting Sarah Marshall, I just cannot <laughs> stop watching that movie. <laughs> it's a great movie. And, uh, and every time I watch it, I have a new favorite scene. There's a part where uh, Jason Siegel's at the bar the first night, and he's just drinking all those yeah. fruity drinks, uh-huh. and he pulls a banana out of the yeah. tree. He's like, hey, look at this guy. Huh? How about that? About me? No, not me. <laughs> so, uh, uh, we're all sex in the city. Yeah, yeah. Hi, I'm I Samantha. Hang on, let me go to uh, Greg. Hey, Greg, how you doing? Hey, you guys rock. Thank you, Greg. All right. Who would be on your list? Um, Christopher Walken. Yeah. For actor. Totally Christopher Walken. Um, who else? Uh, musician, uh, Jason Raz. Jason Raz? Mraz. 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 Oh, wow, okay. All right. Sounds like a chill kind of guy, right? Yeah. Um, who else? Uh, Terrell Owens, so I can punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that. One. Did you do that at the end of the day or the beginning of the day? Finish off uh, the day that way. Yeah. All right, and then uh, politician? Politician Bill Clinton, because he's got it going on. He's yeah. got it going on. All right, thanks, man. Uh, let me get a couple more calls, and we got to take a break. I'm going to go to Ray. Hey, Ray. God sucks. <laughs> no, he Dad Zeus, that is. Just, oh, right. is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, Ray, uh, musician, politician, actor, athlete. Who would you like to spend a day with? Yeah, um, a musician would be Tom York, just because I love his music, and he seems like a pretty uh, intellectual kind of guy. I'd like to sit down and chat with him. All right. Um, politician, I changed it because I realized Gandhi's dead. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, he is? That'd be yeah. a boring oh, day. Oh, man. He died in a hang gliding accident. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Moment of silence. I didn't even know he was there. Moment of silence. <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> so who would it be? Dalai Lama, would he qualify? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, spiritual <laughs> or, or spiritual or uh, you know, world leader. Well, yeah. For sure. I would just be in, in, in total awe speaking to that man. All right, actor? Uh, actor, I would want to go to a water park with Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. I'm going to get to pick your activity? Yeah. Because well, I would go to a water park with Salma Hyatt. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go to a water park with Newt Gingrich. Yeah. And, uh, and your athlete, Ray. Uh, my athlete would be um, Cole Hamels because everybody tells me I look like him. Oh, oh really? Uh, I'd like to hit the city with him sometime and you know, just get out there. Just okay. two wild and crazy guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's cool, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, and then what is this? I'm on Sex in the City. Oh. What's up, Miranda? 
Oh, I'm Samantha. <laughs> I have sex with everyone. <laughs> I love that movie. Uh, let me go to Matt. Hey, Matt, how are you? Hey, you guys rock. Thanks, Matt. All right, so Matt, uh, musician, politician, actor, athlete. Who you want to spend the day with? All right, my musician would have to be Rob Zombie. Really? Are you, yeah, are, you I mean, are you a horror fan or horror film fanatic? Oh, I love horror movies, right, and well, I always then, dreamed of making a haunted house out of his house of a thousand corpses. Right. Set. Cool. You could discuss those plans with him. All right. Yeah. Uh, politician? Probably Barack Obama, just because he's so articulate and fan favorite. All right. And actor? Actor Al Pacino, because he just has so much history with movies. He's worked with all the greats, and yeah. I just couldn't imagine talking to him. Yep, and uh, athlete. I was going to say Brian Dawkins, but then I thought about it, and I'd probably want to meet the UFC fighter Gina Carano, because oh. she's just a girl that can whoop <laughs> your... Oh, my God. Is she the attractive one? Yeah, the yeah. Italian one? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, she's really did hot. She just, did yeah, she just lose important. a fight recently? Uh... I don't know, Matt. Uh, you know, did she lose a fight recently? Yeah, she lost a fight about two months ago. Okay, she's I thought like so. Nine and one. Wow. Huh. Okay. Well, awesome. All right, well, that's good a good choice. Absolutely. Uh, let me get another one, then we'll take a break. I'm going to go to Patrick. Hey, Patrick. Yeah, folks. Gadzooks. What's up, Pat? Oh, no. How are y'all doing this morning? Good, man. Well. Who's on your list? Okay, actor, the Mickey Rourke. Mickey yeah, Rourke. would be interesting. Yeah, that'd yeah, be. Turn know, his life I, back around. Harley Davidson and Marvel Man is my favorite movie of his. Okay. Wow. Uh, don't want to tell too many people that. <laughs> I thought you said you couldn't be wrong in this yes. <laughs> This time I rescind that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Who would be the musician that you'd want to meet? It's Dave Mustaine. Dave From Mustaine Megadeth. Wow. of Megadeth. Yeah. Uh, Just uh, watching up and down the... The guitar that way. Okay, and uh, what? <laughs> yeah, I know. What athlete? I mean, I'm sorry. No, uh, what uh, uh, politician? Jimmy Carter. Jimmy, Jimmy Carter. Carter. Wow. Any particular reason? I want to see if he has a recipe for Billy beer. Uh, nice, <laughs> right. the Billy right. beer. And then uh, athlete. Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. Greatest. Yeah, absolutely. He's going to be a goaltender back in high school. I want to see if I can take a few shots. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that could that could work. Uh, but I, I don't know. It's just something that I thought was kind of interesting. You know who? Would you absolutely want to spend time with, spend a day with, or so? And I think each of the, everybody has a favorite in each of those categories. Or, yeah, or or just put together one quickly right now. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> not too. But you yeah. think, hey, think about it through the day. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mine hasn't. You know, I, I I've actually been sitting on that for a couple of weeks, and my list hasn't changed at all. Those are the people that. Uh, I, that's I, a sign uh, of a good list. I've decided that uh, that absolutely would be the case, and hopefully, and in this business, we get a chance to to meet a lot of uh, people, and and hopefully, I will have a chance. To, I, I've never, yeah, I've never. Well, met maybe Bono. Gandhi, maybe Gandhi. Well, it's not your I, list. He's not on so. my list. No, it was uh, uh, Bono, and then the politician. I had uh, probably John McCain. Yes, just because that's the, possible. The we Vietnam talked to John stuff. McCain. We've talked to him. Yeah, we did have him on the yeah, phone. We never time. had to meet him, and you know, we we talked a little bit about it. Uh, Tom Hanks and uh, Tiger Woods. So the, right, that's my list. Now more with Preston and Steve on ninety three three WMMR. Captain Kirk is climbing a mountain. Why is he climbing a mountain? Captain Kirk is climbing a mountain. Why is he climbing a mountain? Wow. Captain Kirk is climbing a mountain. Why is he climbing a mountain? Captain Kirk is climbing a mountain. Why is he climbing a mountain? To hug the mountain. To envelop that mountain. Hug the mountain. To envelop that mountain. Hug the mountain. You like it? That mountain. That mountain. Hold on. He wants to make love to the mountain. There you go. <laughs> wow. Good Lord.
I saw that not too long ago. In this steady pretty. string of embarrassments, yes. that's uh, another one for the list. It's pretty that's actually William Shatner. Hey, speaking of embarrassments, I just popped into this. Uh, we have a photo booth, which is out in the green yeah, room, and I awesome. got my pictures taken. I want to thank uh, Buck's Photo Booth Rentals uh, for stopping by. These guys actually rent out. Like the you know the guy where you put the money in you stay you step inside takes a few pictures and pops out and they they you have your hard copies of the pictures and uh, their website is bucksphotobooth.com that's bucks is spelled b u x oh okay bucksphotobooth.com and we'll put a link on PrestonSteve.com. but this is you can rent this out for you know parties or whatever you have going on uh, charity events things uh, that would be uh, kind of fun Especially people are using it for weddings now when liquor is involved yeah. is when they it's are perfect. the best absolutely so if um, we had had hotties today that would have been a perfect oh, yeah, uh, right. Yeah. I wish they oh, had showed well, up. we yeah. have one who keeps going in there with Preston and Steve girls shirts and yeah. taking pictures. Oh, is that intern Steve? Steve? Yes, yeah. it is. That's beautiful. Uh, that's good enough. Sexy. You and Marissa have to get in there and we do did. pictures. Oh, did you? Yeah. Where are they? Uh, right here. Oh, we're not sharing with the class. I'm putting them where all the other pictures are. All right, well. There's a new repository uh, right in front of Kathy. I didn't see that. <laughs> all right, well, anyway, uh, and we'll see if we can get some of our celebs who are stopping in this morning. Uh, Bruce McGill, F. Gary Gray, Viola Davis, and Regina Hill are going to be here in a little bit. They're on their way. Law Abiding Citizen is the movie that they are promoting. Um, quickly, before we uh, move on to our, our next subject here, um, I, I got I want to hit this again because the, the weather's going to be lousy this weekend. I think it's going to take a hit, but I'm selling popcorn tomorrow with my son, Parker, and for his Cub Scouts. Right. Uh, and it's going to be from 2 till 4. We're going to be at the Ace Hardware on Sumney Town Pike in wonderful Harleysville, Pennsylvania. Woo! Stop by and get some outstanding popcorn. Help the kids out. So I'll Are the be- other daddies who have morning shows uh, selling it as well? <laughs> no. Not that. No. no Is it no, fresh no. popcorn? It, no. It's... Uh, you, you get it packaged, and it's uh, it's good. There's yeah. kettle corn. popcorn. There's kettle corn. There's caramel corn. There's all different kinds. You know, but me and uh, uh, Cajun uh, tramp, a friend uh, Todd Thatcher and his. Uh, <laughs> son, I'm just going on. Steve. No, it, it's, it's literally it's it's like don't you just, he'll say things and try to confuse you, but don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, it's but, like the same advice that Father Karras gives in uh, The Exorcist. The demon will try to confuse you. <laughs> Uh, but uh, my friend Todd and his son uh, Zach and my son Parker will all be out there. All so. right, tomorrow, two to four, Ace Hardware, Harleysville. Please join us. We would love to uh, have you support uh, the, uh, the the Cub Scouts. All right, uh, we ready to go on? Yeah. yeah. What what is this? What this am is, I about to play? Oh, it's just a fight song, man. We're excited. Really? Yeah. Okay. Really? Is it Captain Kirk again? I, I, no. no, it's just, it's something that I don't know what Casey's done, and he's... Oh, no, no, this is from last year. I oh, it is? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, no. Wait, you know what? No. No. Can't, no. no. Philly. No, I don't, you know... Okay. Yeah. We just had, uh, our, our next guests are in the green room, I don't want them to leave. No. After hearing that. <laughs> and True. it takes 45 minutes, too. Uh, that means I gotta sit down, right? Who are we yeah. gonna talk to? We're gonna talk to uh, John Brazier and Michael Barkan. Yeah, What's the story here? Barkan's on the Zeph. And Brazier's on the telephone. Barkan's on the Zephyr. Yeah. What? I'm in the studio, man. Oh, oh hey. I'm not on any Zephyr. You guys are, first of all, what's with the bow ties you guys are wearing? It doesn't sound clean enough to convince people that you're in the studio. It sounds pretty damn clean. Okay? <laughs> where, where are it you? Does. I'll come down there through Static. the Zephyr. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds staticky? Yeah, just a little bit. Well, it's uh, it's overmodulating, as we say in the biz. So. Oh, I'll back off the mic. There you go. By the way, can I can I plug a charity event? Sure. Yeah. sure. I'm going to be at the sixth annual. Uh, uh, what is it? I'm going to be six. It's a, a cause that's near and dear show. to your heart. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It really is. But I will be there. Wait, it's where? This- it's the sixth annual craft show and family fun day tomorrow at the Crossroads School in Malvern, Pennsylvania. Very nice. Yes. 
and uh, the Crossroads School benefits children with learning disabilities. And we're having it out in a big field. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. We're, having, we're having it inside. And Good. it's going to be great at the Crossroads School in Malvern. Lots of sports memorabilia that we're auctioning off. And uh, I'll be there in the morning. It's from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. All right. Very good charity. There cool. Cool, man. And it's Very indoors. Nice. That's what you want to hear. It's indoors. Yeah. Nice uh, and warm. Right. So what were we going to talk? Oh, yeah, the Phillies won yeah. last night. Yeah. What? Phillies. Oh, do Don't do that. That song's going to be, yeah, that's really, that's it's horrible. It's, oh. it's the absolute worst. <laughs> it's the uh, audio version of Elaine dancing. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> Please don't bad. do that. Not bad. Uh, so, uh, it, you know, great they won. Game, great Holy game. They won. Yeah, it was outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> They're the best. I mean, they, they, they were awesome. When yeah. you can get eight runs um, in an NLCS game that's away, that's pretty good. The pitching concerned me a little bit. The fact that they used seven pitchers total, six relievers, maybe concerned me a little bit. But Charlie's been pulling these strings to perfection. Um, and I'd love to hear what Brage has to say because he was there. But but uh, oh, I'll get know. him. I can conference him. Will yeah, Michael be able no to hear video. him though? Yeah. Will I? I don't know. Will I, I, I be no. able to hear him? Oh, I, I, forget. I don't know. John, are you there? Hey, what's up, guys? Hi, here, John. Johnny B. You can oh, hear him, John. Last night was unbelievable. Uh, I mean, as you said, Michael, they used seven pitches, but I think the Dodgers used seven pitchers. So yep. um, that was probably my heart is still pounding. I thought that you know the last game in Denver was uh, nerve wracking. I think this one even beats that one. Yeah, Dodgers uh, used Mike, six pitchers, by the way, only six. <laughs> Michael, Crazy. let me ask you a, a question about the, the managers last night. I really think that uh, Charlie outmanaged um, Joe Torre, and, and the example that I'll give is that um, in the fifth inning, when the Phillies scored those five runs, uh, Torre left the starter Kershaw in, and uh, he just he was struggling through that inning. Uh, he, he shouldn't have left him in to face Howard. He did. Howard got that two run double, and then uh, Charlie comes back and and makes all the right moves with the pitchers, uh, with the exception of uh, Bastardo. What did you think about? the uh, managers last night. I, I agree. I thought Charlie did a great job with it. The only thing I would uh, I would have said uh, is is leave Chan Ho Park in. It was yeah. a dicey p uh, point in the game. He threw 15 pitches and he looked pretty darn good because that guy's strong on 29 days rest. I'm telling you, no one beats that guy on 29 days rest. He was he was just really fresh. And I thought, you know what? You only throw 15 pitches. Maybe you want to leave him in there one more time for one more inning. And then then he puts uh, Madsen in there and he had a difficult time. And Madsen gave up two runs. From an L.A. perspective, they were all screaming, uh, why didn't they leave Quo in uh, and bring in Cheryl? Now, Cheryl has been great all year, but the same thing last year, that was the big argument. Why didn't uh, Joe Torrey left? Had, you know, Quo was pitching great, and then I think it was that low game when, when um, you know, eventually Matt Sears came in and hit that home run. But they were all complaining last night, leave Quo in, and you know there was, and then they were actually second guessing Joe Torre, saying don't don't take out Kershaw too early. Yeah. So Joe Torre has a knack for taking out uh, the pitchers and overworking the bullpen. So you know, it's the, interesting the, to the, hear from the other perspective. The funny yeah. thing is, is they won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a moot point. What's what, how are things looking? They seem very systematic. They seem very uh, even keel. Uh, playing, do you think that's going to be the complexion of the further uh, the, of the remaining game? I do. I, I think this team is tournament tested, as they say. I, I really, when you look at the the last game of the Colorado series, the fact that they were down, it looked like they were coming back to Philadelphia for Game Five, and and they just 
were disciplined at the plate. They they really were immune to the pressure that I think is there in that situation. They were awesome. And even last night they got down, no big deal. They give up an early run, and then they get they start getting guys on base. And Carlos Ruiz in the playoffs is unbelievable. Dude, I love him. He's, I, he's yeah. fantastic. So two for three last night, three runs battered in with that home run, and and Roly Banyas, which is why the Phillies got him. Yeah, and and he was fantastic. Back page of the Philadelphia Daily News, John Brazier, Raul Banyas. <laughs> hey, but you speak nice. about the. Uh, the, the Phillies' discipline at the plate. When when Carlos came up to bat and hit that three-run shot, I, I could smell that coming. I mean, he was just he was so disciplined at the plate that, like, I, I mean, it was just telegraphed. I, I, I knew that he was going to hit a home run. But I do have to say the low point of the game for me was um, was Manny Ramirez, his, his posturing after he hit that home run. It took him, like, five seconds to leave the batter's box after he hit the ball. That was so annoying. Yeah, well, they'll, they'll get him for that. I mean, I, uh, please, you can't survive doing that in the major leagues. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a bullseye on his yes, back. Yeah. That stuff's going to get dead settled. man walking. Wait till they drop the gloves. Uh, Belarus is in here. John, you yeah. want to add something? Yeah, what about Pedro today? I mean, he hasn't pitched since September 30th, right? You yeah. He's feeling good about him, the savvy. Well, he's but, uh, he's really he's great on 14 days rest. Um, right. If uh, if Park was just a little joke there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Very little. If Park's, like my jokes. Really little. if Park's good on 29, then, then Pedro's great. <laughs> I like Pedro in there. He is an absolute warrior. And uh, as someone said yesterday, I forget who, he, he'll do physical harm to himself just to get the win. I, I, I really am I'm intrigued. I also like he's a righty. Maybe you could have gone with Blanton. But this guy is a three-time Cy Young Award winner and a future Hall of Famer. He's pitched in the playoffs and in the World Series, and he's done it effectively. Uh, and and I, it's warm weather in L.A., and I want to see what And that's does. where he all, all started for Pedro in yeah, L.A. that's hey, exactly right. Uh, John, so. being out there in L.A., uh, what, uh, what was uh, Philly's representation like in the crowd? Uh, did you see a few fans out and about? Uh, there's tons of fans, uh, but it's pretty funny. L.A., you know, obviously I was out here last year. Uh, and it, it, LA is obviously almost the polar opposite of Philadelphia. And I'll give you two examples. Uh, one guy sat next to me, got in about the third inning, sat down, and Dodgers are up one nothing. He said, "Had the Dodgers score the run?" Well, that's you just you're in the game one of an MLCS. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, you, you don't show up in the third inning, and you should know. Even if you show up in the third inning, you should know how they score the run. Well, although, inning, there was a, go ahead. I'm sorry, Joe. No, I, I heard it was very loud there, though. It was louder, louder than Citizens Bank Park. Can you confirm? Well, and it's also, you know what, it's funny, your image of, of L.A. fans are the Chardonnay crowd, you know, show up late, uh, leave early, uh, drink Chardonnay, have sushi. It's a rough crowd. It's a lot rougher crowd than you would have. Uh, yeah, they even cook some of their sushi. Wow. Oh, no. That's hard. Oh. <laughs> have Chardonnay. And, have and their Chardonnay comes out of a box. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, so there's a lot It's a rough crowd. Here's something that I've never seen. Here's something that I've never seen only in L.A. What? A, a man making love to a donkey? <laughs> in the parking lot. While tailgating. ball comes up in our area. It literally, it, it clanks around the seats. It took, and I'm not kidding, it took 45 seconds, 50 seconds for them to find the ball. Like, how does that happen? Philadelphia, there'd, there'd be a kid with a black eye and, yeah. and <laughs> with blood everywhere and coming up with the ball. It took 45 seconds because they're like, oh, the foul ball. ball it is ball. between uh, Mary Hart's thighs. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> how about that? That's, 
Holy smokes. How about Mary? Yeah, good lord. Again, here we go. Every time, you're right. Uh, all right, well, listen, boys, uh, good to talk to you both. And, uh, you know, today, 4 o'clock, we're at it again. And uh, let's see what happens. We'll, we'll talk to you guys again. Preston, quick plug. Yeah, bud. Can I? I'm yeah. at the crossword school. No, yeah. um, but I am tomorrow. <laughs> but uh, today, 3.30, Phillies pregame live. Yes. John Belarus knows. 5 o'clock, Daily yeah. News Live. 6 o'clock, Sports Night. And then 6.30, the Orange Line. We get into some Flyers hockey. Flyers pregame live at 7. Flyers at the Panthers at 7.30. And then at 7.30 as well, Phillies postgame live on the Comcast Network. Nice. Yeah, man. You guys That's will have just it part of the night. Awesome, man. All right. Well, uh, have a good weekend, both of you guys. And you uh, we'll talk to you soon. Go Phils. All right. Yeah. Go Phils. Yeah. 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 We'll see you later. So, Rage and, uh, oh, Jesus, please turn it off, for Christ's sake. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. We have our webcam on WMMR.com if you want to take a look because uh, we have some people that are in a film and are responsible for a film. And don't you love movies that yeah. take place in Philly? Yeah. That you have I don't care what the hell it is. I just love to see where we land. Have a chance to see, you know, some of the sites and, yeah. and uh, th you know, spots that you usually go to. That's why I'm looking forward to seeing this movie, as well as the uh, people that are involved with it. I mean, Jamie Foxx is in the movie. Top notch. Gerard Butler's in the movie. And we have three people that are involved in this film here in our studio. Please welcome Bruce McGill, Regina Hall, and also F. Gary Gray. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning, all. Thanks for coming in this morning. We appreciate it. And I first, I have to ask you, Mr. F. <laughs> what, what do I call you? Is it Gary. F? It's Gary's Gary. perfect. What's Gary. with the, you know, you and M. Night Shyamalan? And, uh, you know, it's one of those things. It's a director's thing. It's yeah. a director's thing. Yeah. You took quite a risk going with F. I did. Yeah. I did. Especially if you're mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> That's like McG. I yeah, can I never know. call yeah. him. Excuse me, it's not, Oh, no, it's not that bad. Okay. <laughs> I'm no. kidding. It's a joke. He's, he's a friend of mine. Right, let me, let me tell you something. Uh, the word back from you guys uh, and, and the, the production here in Philadelphia, we were talking to some uh, uh, policemen who are on the bomb squad. They yeah. had nothing but raves about you guys and how, how easy you were to work with. And you guys made a sizable donation to the FOP, which is an awesome thing. That's, right. yeah. That's right. That's correct. Yeah, and, and they were utilized in this film, from what I understand, with explosions and like a robot that, the, that they have. Absolutely. We borrowed... A robot, the bomb disposal robot from a Philly PD, and uh, we put a big gun on it, yeah, and a rocket launcher, and, and we they, killed me with it. And, <laughs> exactly. Oops, it was awesome. <laughs> Bruce. <laughs> Yeah, thanks, Bruce. Sorry, <laughs> I tell you what, it looks pretty badass. I mean, it looks pretty awesome. It is. It really is. The audience response across the nation has been absolutely incredible. We love it. And in fact, in the in the uh, in this uh, Entertainment Weekly from last week, it's, it's sort of your methodology for setting up the perfect explosion. It also describes how you had to convince actors like uh, Bruce and uh, Gerard. Uh, I mean, and and, and uh, Jamie Fox uh -huh. to stand near exploding cars. Absolutely. Well, I like <laughs> if you watch this Italian job. I love every. I love the actors to do the stunts because right. it feels real. So I, I had to convince uh, Jamie and Bruce to stand next to an exploding car or a, car, a few of them. Yeah. Okay. So well, what I did was I said I'll do it if I do it, you do it. So we stood forty feet away from three exploding cars and. Uh, I'm, <laughs> still you, here. I'm still here. Did That's you? All I say. Were you just overstepping your bounds, or were you sure it was safe? 
I was nervous as well. <laughs> <laughs> I, pret- you know, I, just, I pretended like it was going to be okay, but I told my effects guy, if, if, I, if I'm telling you, you'll, you'll never work in this town again if, I, if now, I'm touched. Bruce, had, had you ever yeah, been I involved? liked what he did, but I looked up the effects guys online to make sure they knew what they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> had, had you ever been involved with pyrotechnics before on a, on oh, a sure. set? Oh, okay. sure. Okay, so it was you know not that big of a deal. But- well, it's really good in the United States. It's pretty hairy in Canada, and it's mad in Italy. Really? Yeah, they... They control the size of the loads they can use for squibs. Yeah. And cliffhanger. I got shot real good in the treasury jet. Yeah. That's right. You don't have to act at all because those, they smack you. They explode. They wham. Wow. Cool. Uh, that's that's really cool, Regina. You weren't around any of the the bombs and blasts. No, and stuff? I was safe. I'm listening. Now, now. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> well, it, it's the film is a it's a revenge film in nature. You have uh, Gerard Butler's character uh, who has his family uh, killed. Uh, they put away uh, a couple of the guys. One they of the make guys a deal. gets a lighter sentence yeah. on a deal. Yes. Jamie Foxx is the prosecuting attorney, yes. uh, and it turns into a revenge type film. Uh, let's hear about your characters, Regina. Who do you play in the? In I the play movie? Jamie's wife. Um, uh, Kelly Rice and we have a family and it's you know it, pretty much the movies Gerard and Jamie but there is a vulnerable side everything that uh, Gerard's character has lost Jamie has to lose a wife and a daughter okay, okay. and he's, he sort of does the from what I gather he sort of does the thing that okay we're going to make this work this is how the system plays out mm. uh, but uh, you know Gerard doesn't want to deal with that so and he is he has a history as a guy who's good with his sort of uh, pyrotechnics, he has a, a sort of an espionage yeah, he, and spy he, yes, background. Yes, yes, yes. He's a think tank assassin. Like the, the top wow. in the world, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Right. And he takes the entire city of Philadelphia hostage from prison. Right. Oh, wow. And, yes. he's, and his master plan was to go to prison because they, they, and they can't figure out how he's doing it. Exactly. It took right. him 10 years to devise this master plan, and when it unfolds, it's, it's crazy. It's unpredictable, and it's really, really good. And Bruce, who do you play? I play the district attorney of Philadelphia, who is an elected position, so I'm sort of a political animal and a mentor, friend, and father figure to Jamie. Okay. And you die in the film. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 there's an we alternate version where I live forever. <laughs> I got a question. Is there a scene, are you in any scenes where you're in the back of a taxi cab while driving oh, on the highway? Casey was driving while you guys were shooting one day, and he thinks his car is going to end I'm up hoping. in the movie. I'm hoping. It was that, was you driving by. that was you. That was you. Oh, my God. God, and why great. would you care about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, because listen, we, we have my, very few thrills in this yeah, my, city. So. My wife's car was uh, featured in Unbreakable, so ah. I need to. Uh, oh, you need to I, complete I the set. Exactly. You know exactly. what? Someone just go to the IMDb for this movie and put Casey Foster uncredited. Yeah, yeah. 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 I just have this big car. F. Gary Gray deal. That's right. That's right. Uh, well, the uh, yeah, the uh, the movie's opening today. Uh, did you guys already have a a, a special premiere? They had last night yeah. one here locally. We, yeah. yeah, we had a special premiere here last night. We had one in Los Angeles and then also in New York. And it's really important for everybody to go to see it this weekend. Okay, but the if first weekend is the big is the big deal. It is yeah. the big deal. And it, it, if the, if the movie's going to have some legs, you got to get that number one spot for the well, first. Well, you know night. what? It's good to have somewhere close to number one. I tell you, Philadelphia was really supportive. You guys, if you if you continue to be supportive, I'd appreciate it. But <laughs> you you will have fun at the theater tonight. Also, That's what's sure. in it for you? It's a great ride. It's yeah. worth your time. It's worth your dime. It's fine. It's fine. Well, when you when you um, film something, you know, like you're here in Philadelphia, and, and you know the city is supportive of you. Do you tend to come back and do another movie, or if you're you know an actor in the movie, do you you see, hey, there's another something else being a- an opportunity? Yeah. Yeah. W- would you you know do you tend to Absolutely. come back more often? No, definitely. The mayor opened up the city for us. It was like shooting 
and then like a major back lot. You know, everything was open for us, and you guys took really good care of they, us. You, How much of an Italian job was shot here? <laughs> um, a, a portion of it. Charlie Theron's character was from Philadelphia, right? And um, you guys took care of us back then, so cool. I brought it back. Nice. Cool. Now, when you're doing, you're closing off streets, and I think you closed off. Uh, there was one major drag. Was it Delaware Ave, or, or um, yeah. you, you had a, a massive car chase? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. You know, how how long between planning and execute? Do you storyboard that? I assume you do, or do you, when you're there, you just riff. You 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 do a combination <laughs> of both. Yeah. Yeah. You you plan it, and then you know you go out there and see what's the best thing, and you can go for that. Okay. Uh, Gary, I have to ask you about this because you got started in music videos, and you did uh, stuff for. <laughs> You know, Dr. Dre, and yeah. he did the uh, the Waterfalls video with TLC. Oh, great oh, video. Great that video. was a great Thank video. You. Thank you. But you're responsible for the R. Kelly. There you go. No. No. <laughs> that wasn't me. I had nothing to do with his closet. I, <laughs> I, I did a video for him called Turn Back the Hands of Time. Okay. Oh, yeah, that it was Well, your IMDb threw you under the bus then. No, I think somebody got it wrong here. I don't know. <laughs> well, then that's, that's a check. No, but I, I did. Call. I did work with him, but nothing about a closet. Okay, okay. <laughs> not being connected to the closet. <laughs> no, 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 no. That hands of time deal—that was Cher, wasn't it, Gary? No, no, no. Ten, turn back hands of time was it? You work with Cher? No, That's awesome. If How I could turn back time, <laughs> right? Is that one? But uh, uh, well, listen, Bruce, we got we got to bring up some of your uh, your past works because we we've been fans New for, for yeah. a long time. Obviously, Animal House, D Day, uh, which was huge, and, and we got to play this clip. Oh, Larry, good. I see you've met D Day. Good. You're having a nice time. It's good. Good. Brilliant, he said. No, he oh. did that this morning in the car. I swear. Do, do, can you can you give us a little? You can do that still. Wow. Right, watch out. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. I, I did, but you were already she laughing. Did it. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to hear it again. I can play anything. I can hum, and I can hum everything. <laughs> can I Wait, just can can do I, any R. Kelly? Casey, Casey right, keep that in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to have it for a while to learn it, because R. Kelly I, sounds like a guy from a Western in the 50s. <laughs> <laughs> Casey, you want him to do that? I want a nice, clean... <laughs> <laughs> oh. I heard that that was sort of so integral impressive. in you getting the role. Uh, and then, Not true. Okay. Oh, no, 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 it was integral was... in him getting this role. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want a DA who can yeah. play his throat and scream. <laughs> <laughs> no, that came about. Uh, John Landis said, you want to know how to get a good part in this movie? Bring me lots of good bits for the toga party. So I was a very serious actor just off the stage in New York. So I sat up and wrote all these things down, and I told him these things, and he said, What's this? What's this? William Tell Overture on your throat. What is that? Yeah. And I said, Well, let me just show you. And I did that, and he said, Oh, that's too good for the toga party. We'll put that at your entrance. Which was, you know, to have the motorcycle up the stairs oh, anyway. Awesome. Did you? And were you the one riding it up the stairs? Because it looks like it's you. How old are you? <laughs> <laughs> I thought, you know what? I, I rode bikes when I was a kid in Texas, and I thought I wanted to do it. And they said, absolutely not. This is a major motion picture, and if you're injured in the first week of <sighs> shooting, blah blah blah. Yeah. So I was like pouting, and then the, the stuntman came to do it, and he put a little piece of carpet at the bottom step to get the front wheel up, and it was a 1962 rigid frame Sportster weighing over 500 pounds. Wow. And. When he hit the top step, I thought, I can do this, I can do this. The frame hung, 
he flew off the <gasps> handlebars, crashed into a bookcase, nearly broke his arm, and I said, I'll be in my trailer. <laughs> <laughs> if, I was directing, if I was directing that movie, he would have did it. Yes. <laughs> he would have blown up the motorcycle. I would do it first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, that's wild. Uh, you know, a film I really liked, Jim, was uh, Legend of Bagger Vance. Oh, thank you. That's... I, 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 you know, I thought the, the film was decent. It wasn't great, but it was. I, I, I loved your portrayal of, of Walter Hagen. It I was... loved it. Yeah, yeah. did you? Because I never get to close the girls in the car. And, and you that, got all of it. I got it all, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, great. That's cool. And are you a golfer? I am. You had to be single digit to audition for those two roles. Because really? They, yeah, Matt Damon didn't play, and they knew they were going to spend a lot of time teaching him. And so Robert Redford said, uh, don't even, I don't want to hear your agent say, yeah, he can play golf. You yeah. have to be single digit with proof, and we're going to photograph your swing and show it to a PGA master professional and ask him, is that a golf swing? Well, well, the guy who played Bobby Jones, Ooh. man, did he have a golf swing. He really it did. It was Beautiful, real pretty. Flowing. So. I kicked his... <laughs> <laughs> did you really? You know what? He's such a perfectionist because it is the most beautiful golf swing that I've played with. Yeah. Uh, but if he makes one mistake, you got him for three holes. And in match play, he's a basket case after a slight error. And if you play golf, you know you're going to make mistakes. Sure. And uh, you know, then he's just he was he was just angry at himself. And I could you know just make my little. Well, isn't it hard to play the game when the other guy's playing his throat? <laughs> yeah. uh, Bruce, did you did you get to play any uh, any golf around here while you were shooting the film? January, February. Let me put it this way: no. Yeah. Oh, I had a standing invitation to Pine Valley. Ooh. It's just. Uh, uh, and I'll come back to do that. I think yeah. it's only about half an hour away. Okay. Now, I, I have to also say, uh, Regina, I'm a huge fan of you, and I love uh, the um, the scary movies. Oh, thank and you. I, and, I, and in person, I've always suspected, yeah, you're hot. It's yeah. very cool. It's <laughs> awesome. It's smart. <laughs> did, did you like doing the, uh, the, the straight-up, full-blown uh, comedy stuff? I mean, is, is that a great release, or is that something you'd been used to doing before? I never did comedy before scary movie. I, yeah. had, I had always done... Well, I hadn't worked much, so. <laughs> it was really not an option. Yes, but yeah. what I did do was all dramatic. But oh. no, I had fun. You know, it was great to work with the Wayans and then work, work with the Zuckers, so. Do you, uh, do you make out with uh, Jamie in this movie at all? Is there any. Uh, well, I had that written into my contract. <laughs> oh. So, yeah. All right. It's, you got to get what you can get. You yeah. stayed away from the explosions and had all the sex scenes. It's yeah, awesome. that's yeah. what I did. That's, that's, what that's I did. how it works out. It's the best of all cool. worlds. That's cool. Uh, and you know what? I think Mayor Nutter makes a, a small cameo in this role, doesn't that he? That is correct. Uh, that's <laughs> cool. Was he, uh, is he playing Mayor Nutter or? No. Oh, no, okay. because Viola Davis is the mayor. That's, that's right. right. Viola Davis right. is the mayor of Philadelphia. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. And, Bruce, did you meet with uh, District Attorney Lynn Abraham while you're here at all? Or I met him, not didn't meet with her. <laughs> it's a woman. Dude, I've been making that same joke for years. No aspersions, Cass. Dude, you've gone even so much further up on the court. <laughs> this is a rock and roll station. Right? Yeah. By the way, if you, this is the coolest studio I have ever been in. Oh, oh, thank, you. thank you. Well, we appreciate that. Let me return the compliment because you were in the coolest <laughs> boxing movie I've ever seen in my life. Cinderella Man is love just that. My I love Cinderella. Isn't it a great movie? Yeah. And, and, and he's great, great in and it. And you were phenomenal in it, Bruce. Yeah. And part of the reason why I like it so much is that the boxing boxing scenes themselves are very realistic. It's not the Rocky approach to throwing a punch and then making a sound effect. It was really cool, and that, that must have been fun to film that that movie. It's great to work on stuff that you know has a chance of being good. And Ron Howard, Russell Crowe, top top drawer. You, you know, it's also cool, though, when you play a character that, uh, you know, might be a little bit morally ambiguous, you're, you're still, your natural humanity comes through to some extent, which always adds a cool spin on it. Because a character in that movie, 
sort of an opportunistic guy, but there is a little bit of a, a heart there too at it, you know. So which is which is kind of weird. Is that just you coming through, or do you intentionally try uh, to do that? Uh, texture and depth always yeah. makes it. You don't know what it is if you're just an audience. You don't really know why that character seems more interesting to you, but it's, right. It's texture, it's depth, and it's based on work done at home, not at work while you're shooting. It's all the homework that you do. Right. And, and you learn all you can about the period and about the stuff and about the guy, if he was a real guy, as that was. Now, I, I know that, uh, now who here, you obviously the, the director, but would either of you guys, would Regina or, or uh, Bruce, would you like to direct as well someday or no? If I really had to. <laughs> <laughs> wow. it's so, it's, it's I have to say, job. it it's is such job. hard work. What I do is a piece of cake compared to what, what Gary does, first of all, to get the gig. And then to prepare the gig, and then to go through all the negotiations and the and the uh, compromises for right. that he has to make, then he has to deal with all the personalities on the set. Making the movie for Gary, if he could work in a vacuum, it'd be a piece of cake. <laughs> be like playing the piano, but he has to deal with all of these disparate uh, agencies and individuals, and then he has to go and post it and fight for what he wants to keep. Right, and then he has to come out and sell it. And uh, me, you know, I get the call. Great, I'm so excited. Yeah, I cut my hair, I put on the clothes, I sit in my trailer, they call me out, I do my little song and dance, and when the, the last day of work, they say, bye, it was great working with you, see you later, and then, you know, six or eight months later, <laughs> He's still I run into him again. Yeah. So it's just, I'm a little lazy for it, although if, <laughs> if I really had to... I've learned a lot. I've worked with great directors in over 85 movies, so a lot of it's gotten in just by osmosis. You know what? Uh, with uh, more films being shot in Philadelphia these days, uh, and uh, there are a lot of uh, you know budding actors pretty much in any any large city, um, but... <laughs> I would imagine as as an actor, you've got to entertain the idea of, you know, going to Los Angeles, going, you know, chasing the dream, waiting tables, trying to get up acting gigs here and there. Uh, while we're starting to see more interest out in this area, is there any kind of advice you would give to people that are listening that might be thinking about, you know, making film a career on an actor's uh, side? Just get really, really good at it. It is a skill set. And, you you know, talent aside, you, you, you may be talented, you may be more or less talented, but you can get better at it. And I would say start by getting on stage in front of people so you understand how the mind of an audience works. Mm -hmm. Right. Because you on a film set, your audience, if they make a peep, they've ruined the take. So you don't have that feedback. So it's very useful, at least in my case, to have learned that in live theater. I kind of there's there's so much in in acting. I you and I, Steve. Oh, no, we Christ, we, we, we can't it's a disaster. We can't even remember. You know, four Tune words. Tune in tonight, right? We, yeah. yeah, we tried to do this TV promo and it took fifty takes. It's pathetic. Just <laughs> it, it was ridiculous. But I mean, if you watch really great actors, I was watching uh, Adrian Brody in a film and just watching facial expressions alone. Yes. Uh, you know, I don't even know what face I'm making half the time. <laughs> I'll tell you what. what? My angle is disgusting. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It's the beauty of radio, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, and that's it. Right. Thus, I have become successful yes. in this particular. Radio is our best <laughs> It's it's a hell of a lot harder than than people think it is. But I mean, we're we're lucky. We have some great casting agencies here in Philadelphia, That's and great. and people can start to get work and and uh, you know get some. Uh, um, a uh, little bit of experience. A career going. Yeah. Yeah. I have a question for you because uh, we had talked to Gerard Butler on the phone, you know, a couple of months before he started shooting for this film. And we, you know, knew that he was going to shoot in Philly. And we said, hey, we got to have you come into the studio. And he said, absolutely. Yes, I will come visit you in the studio. So I took that clip and I sent it to his publicist. I sent it to the movie publicist and over and over and over and over again. And we never got him in studio. Uh, we, we've been striking out with Jack Nicholson, which I, uh, you know, I'd imagine, you know, we just get screwed all the time. Uh, yeah. I'm, 
I'm trying to figure out is is there like a uh, do you have, do directors have a rule like no um no no media while you're in town or anything like that or or do you have like maybe a secret into getting somebody because we do have some top notch actors coming to the city now that yes we would can love you help us compromise your industry yeah <laughs> <laughs> Steve I'm doing this for your show man man I'll tell you I'm sure he would love to do it yeah. I'm, honestly I'm he's he's a lot of fun I'm sure he'd love to oh, do yeah, it. oh yeah we had him on the phone one time he the second word out of his mouth was an S bomb yeah. <laughs> it was great yeah. it was great. We're yeah. like Gerard. We're on the radio. We can't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But it was awesome. Yeah, he's fun. Uh, fun. So can, can we have your phone? Book? <laughs> <laughs> cell phone? We'll give him a buzz. Your address book. But while filming, I imagine that, that you just there's not a lot of time, right? I mean, you're really busy while you're doing a movie. No time at all. And he was also a producer on this movie, so he had to wear two hats. So he had no time who, at all. Who found two hats and no clothes. Two hats. <laughs> yeah, I noticed it's a shirtless shot. Yeah, it's of uh, of him, but. Uh, who came to the project first? Was this was this a book that was? Uh... Uh, this was a movie that Kurt Rimmer uh, wrote, and Lucas Foster, my producer, developed it over um, a certain amount of years, and then Jerry and Jamie, and then they hired me. I came third. Very cool. Yeah. What 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 are, what are some uh, other projects you have in the works? Um, I actually just optioned three books from New York. Absolutely incredible. Can't talk about them until the deal's done, but okay. the best is yet to come. Okay. Well, uh, the movie opens today, friends, and plenty of Philadelphia in it, so we highly recommend that you go see it. Thank you guys for coming by this morning. We Thank appreciate you. it. Thank you. Uh, Gary Gray, Regina Hall, and Bruce McGill. Yeah. Preston Steve Show, and the movie is called Law Abiding Citizen. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. I believe our next guest is ready to go. And love talking to him. Jeez. Just one, one of my, our absolute favorites. One of my favorite comedic actors. Uh, has been in so many TV shows, movies. Going to be at the Miriam Theater uh, this Wednesday, the 21st. And do you have our, our favorite clip of yeah, his? One uh, of our staple sounds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chicken so, bot, chicken bot, chicken pot pie. It still it's makes me still laugh great, yeah. whenever yeah. I hear it. Uh, please welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. David Cross. Yeah. To the show this morning. Hey, David. Hey, how hey. are you guys? Good man. How you doing? I am good. I was just uh, I'm here at Eastern University with my Dunkin' Donuts, uh, leafing through Windows and Doors magazine, um, and uh, really? I have to give Jeff Calendar a call. Um, <laughs> so you... and heading down to Goodwill to get my <laughs> costume. Wow, that, cool. that commercial break worked. Good yeah. man. It's a good weekend for you. Very subtle how that stuff works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know. We you, try not to be overt about it, but I guess it, it took. Yeah. Do you uh, do you do anything for Halloween? Is that a uh, a party night for you or? No, that is uh, um, that is my day off from oh. getting. Uh, dressed up and going through hair and makeup. You know what? I guess so. You're right. That's the one day you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have to tell you, man, that what what I love about you is your your sarcastic moments just absolutely floor me. Um, I've got three kids, so obviously we went to see Alvin and the Chipmunks. And uh, your your subtle sarcasm is a gift, I believe. <laughs> and is it uh, is it just... Uh, is that the Sir, way... I thank you for that, for... for Realizing that there's, it's an attempt to make the adults laugh who yeah. have to go oh. see that movie over and over, <laughs> yeah. and over again. Yes. Yes, it it absolutely is is worthwhile. Well, uh, what I and this is we're just c kind of uh, um, you know lavishing praise on you right now. But get out of the way. We've been waiting to do this for a while. Uh, I I love also uh, obviously um, you know uh, the Ben Stiller show and uh, all the other stuff you've done, a uh, Mister Show as well. I love the fact that you always commit to going absolute hardcore in a bit. And one of the bits that I tell people about all the time 
is uh, you played a performance artist who was going to uh, defecate on the American flag, and yeah. you, you were constipated, so you couldn't complete the act. I was too shy. You were too shy in front of the audience, yeah. and you're this big, self-righteous guy and can't pull it off. I mean, are, are those the things, do you know you have a gem, do you bust out laughing, or do you just say, okay, that, that one's a home run, when you're, when you're putting together a bit like that? Yeah, I mean that that was actually uh, uh, for real, based on a uh, a real person who uh, a friend of mine. I was I was at some band. I was going to see some friends' uh, band, and this uh, friend of mine, this girl, came up uh, who I'd never met before, and she's like, "Oh my god, I just got back from this awesome show!" and da 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 da, -da. and she pulls out her camera, her digital camera, and she's showing the pictures. And the the show, the actual, in its entirety, was a guy who laid out a flag <laughs> on a stage and took a dump on it. Oh, and man. he thought that was the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> That's, what a dumb, empty, stupid gesture. Sure. And, uh, and then I just thought, like, well, what if you were going to do that and then just got, you know. You got Pushai. Yeah, Pushai. Stage fright. That is too funny. It's brilliant. It's great stuff. But Preston's right. I mean, it's it's sarcasm, but it's layered with uh, this uh, with subtlety, and it's just it always ends up being really funny. And I think the prime example for me, David, appreciating your sense of humor is, is Arrested Development. I love the show. Your character was was over the top, but subtly funny at the same time. And we keep hearing fun, yeah. we keep hearing rumors about a, a movie uh, with Arrested Development. Do you know if that's going to happen? Um, you know, everybody wants it to happen, um, and I think it's. Uh, uh, I don't know for sure, but my my guess is that they're still working out the deals between you know all the the writers and producers and directors in the studio before they get to the actors. So I think they're still working on that, and they're, I, I I'm pretty sure a script is being written, and I know the story for it, and it's great. I can't say anything, but the story uh, for the script is really great, really funny, kind of perfect. Cool uh, fits in. You wouldn't really guess it. Um, but, um, believe me, I'm, I'm looking forward to it as, as much as anybody. I have to ask you, did you ever have any reaction to that Blue Man Group makeup or, or was that? <laughs> I, I, I still have, uh, parts of it, uh, my inner ears. And my eyes. It lasted a few episodes. <laughs> yes. yeah. Your failed attempt at the yeah. Blue Man Group. Uh, there's, uh, there's so much that you, you know, we're obviously doing a little bit of research on you. I found out you're, uh, you did a voice for Halo 2 and Grand Theft Auto. I saw a few video games pop up. Are you a gamer yourself? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. What are you, what are you playing right now? That's the standard gamer question. Um, uh, there's a really good game called Prototype. Yes. It's, it's really good. It's Th that is a good underrated. game. No one's, uh, I expected it to do better, but, um. I think because it came out at the same time as a game called Infamous? Yes. Yeah. That's exact. And you know what? I got Infamous and I returned it because I, I couldn't take the voices in it. You know, that <laughs> yeah. like, kind of obnoxious, uh, the the one character I, I it was annoying it can it can kill a game if yeah it, it, yeah, it absolutely, absolutely can absolutely and and uh, um, but prototype is like it's like a little bit of crackdown a little bit uh, it mixes a lot of uh, good games you know elements good elements from other games into one you know the whole thing about just flying up the yeah. uh, the buildings and it's great it's no it's really cool you know your stuff that's excellent are you, are you working on anything else in the video game uh, world. Yeah, I did a voice for uh, Brutal Legend. Oh, I just picked that up. That's the Jack Black. Uh, yeah. and, and a lot of... Um, you were telling me rockers. about that, Steve. It, it, yeah. it looks hilarious. 
It, yeah, it was really fun. I'm a big fan of Tib Schaefer, and uh, um, he's the the stuff he's done is really very unique and uh, um, not what you not, not that you don't often find that sense of humor in video games. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, uh, and yeah, so I came in. Uh, he actually flew to New York for because uh, I didn't. He had to work around my schedule, and uh, I got to meet him. And he's a super cool guy, and and yeah, so I did stuff for that. Very cool. Hey, um, we have this piece of audio, Casey. I've not heard this yet. Yeah, well, I, I listened to. It. We had to bleep a couple of things out, but uh, you know, David, you know, you talk about David's schedule, right? I'm, right now, he's just you know touring the country and and, and on a tour bus, and right. He's touring with our friend Todd Glass. Uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, and Todd has a uh, tendency to call our "Love You Hate You" line from time to time, and just. Uh, when was this left? This was left, I believe, earlier in the week, maybe. Yeah. All right. Oh, I, yeah, we, that was from the bus. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to play this. I haven't heard this yet. Steve, no, I have not heard it. it. All right, hang on, David. We're gonna, hey, guys, here we go. Todd Glass. I'm on the tour here with David Cross. We're in the bus. I just wanted to say hi. Everyone in the bus wanted to say hi to you. This is a bus driver. He wanted to say something. Hello. How are you doing? Hey, he's real charming. The tour manager, John. <laughs> Hello. How are you doing? Uh, this is Mort. You'll find out what he does when you come to the show. Hey, Glenn and Pink Floyd. All right, great. And uh, here, I'll turn it over to David Cross, who I'm sure has a lot to say. Thanks, Todd. So, um, thanks for giving me a shot at doing some of my characters. Uh, the crazy bus driver is one of the characters I do. Uh, the boring tour manager and the annoying other guy. And then the giggling Todd Glass. Oh, that's me. No, people come to your show. Um, so yeah, come to the show. We're having a lot of fun. And um, uh, what else? When is the show? It's just good. Uh, oh, maybe <laughs> swearing. Hold on, I got it. I got it. Anyway, come down to the show. October. Uh, October twentieth. Twentieth at 20th. the place. At the place. So come on down. We love you very, very much. There you go. Yeah. That was a message. Nice. I had not heard that. God, that is yeah, too funny. Todd, Todd, uh, Todd loves you guys. Yeah, he's Todd, a great guy. Todd is a great guy. Todd actually dropped our name on uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live one night. Uh, he managed to do that. National. National, we got. When, you, when you're just a, a rinky-dink local thing, it, it's 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 very impressive to hear your name on a national show. Yeah. 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 And, in fact, I think, uh, do we have, Todd? Todd? Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> And also, I am good. Hi, hi, Dave. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm. Uh, I guess I'm in the room just above you. <laughs> First of all, I want. Uh, who was the band we saw last night? Because Dave, I am in love. I stayed there till they stopped. Oh, a Harmar superstar. Ah, uh, I told you, you gotta like Google it, yeah. them, guys. Yeah, yeah. Harmar superstar. I want to send my condolence. I know that KC is very, very sick. And I really hope he pulls through the day. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're holding a vigil. Yeah, that, that yeah. was Casey's excuse for not going back. Because you're number one station in Philly, which is my hometown. I want to do whatever I can to make myself special. you got a million guests on, everybody in the world. He doesn't even get back to me yesterday, and he goes, I was sick all day. I was in bed. Oh, poop. All right. The, the real reason is, is you're annoying me. Casey! <laughs> <laughs> After he says her name on Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah. All right. Well, Dude, seriously, man, I was laid up yesterday, and now I'm, like, taking these horrible coldies, tablets. Oh, no, my God, they're horrendous. The whole world is sick. <laughs> we all know what it's like to be sick. And I also say I'm going to do it at the end of the month, and if you want to fly out, I'll be let you be the guy from the audience. 
Whatever I doesn't call me back. I was sick. Oh, uh, we didn't. Even, you know what? You got. We didn't even hear that thing. That that sounds pretty cool. Oh uh, no, no, it's, it's just an idea Casey made up and seeing if Todd will go along with it. Oh, all right. right well, said then, yes. And he, he, <laughs> said, he yes. said yes. Later, all right. Anymore. I, I, I just uh, uh, started hearing about this, but what? Somebody has AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you might have misheard there, Dave. Yeah, no, no. Well, let, let me blog about it. Hang on, let me blog. <laughs> yeah, please, <laughs> Dave, how did how did you and Todd uh, come to be on this uh, tour together and uh, having him open the show for you? Um, you know, we had a, a nationwide contest, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> it really that's what generated it. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, I. Todd came in 95th. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how I won because 94 people were not available because they were sick. I think they said they were laid up. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, so it came. Uh, you know how excited I was because when I came in 95th, uh, my family was like, "Well, you never know. Be positive." <laughs> And uh, well, sure enough, uh, 95 calls later, I was like, oh, my God. It was, it was such an honor. Yeah. He is 95th. It's, it's still, like, it really is special. Yeah, as long as you're in the top 100. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, David, by the way. You know, I was listening to you guys interview David Cross, and, of course, there's a huge body of work. And then I was thinking, what would they ask me? They'd be like, when you did Evening at the Improv and John Davidson hosted, was he nice? <laughs> well, you, you, you will agree that, that David has a more extensive uh, IMDb, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah. That was my joke. <laughs> but that doesn't mean you know you well let me ask you how would you compare or, or how would you say your styles jive together on stage for this incredible once in a lifetime show that's coming up it, it's good i mean uh you know we're not we're not really similar but we uh we i mean todd has 15 minutes on <laughs> Joe Biden, that right. he does. And I, I don't. I'm not really particularly political, or and he does this stuff about Catholicism, and I'm not really interested in that. Um, but I, but on the other hand, I do 15 minutes about Jeff Callender's power windows and sightings. Oh, oh my God! God. You write this joking. stuff down, and I do a whole chunk, my Eastern University chunk, and. Anyway. So you actually speak wow. you speak to the to the local audience. When you when you get here and you talk about power windows, <laughs> you've been sitting on this material for a while but it only really registers here. Yeah, it really is a um I tell people, you know, when I'm in Phoenix or Salt Lake City yeah. or wherever, just like uh, you may want to go to the bathroom for the next <laughs> 10 minutes. I'm going to talk about uh Jeff Callender's <laughs> Uh, power Our windows, windows right. and and you know, look when you are mentioned in Windows and Doors magazine, <laughs> <laughs> national it, too. It does not get any better. No, yeah. I mean that's a highlight. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> well, Todd's Todd's always looking for someone to take care of his mom. Uh, yeah. Whenever we have him on, is there anything, Todd, that you're looking for now? Well, yes, I was going to offer uh, tickets to a landscaper who would go over and uh, fix up her house. But oh. I don't want to keep Dave on the phone with this. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying offer tickets to the show to uh, to uh, to a landscaper? Yes. All right. But, but we we'll do gonna... that later. Okay. All right. Wait, Todd, are you giving away tickets to the show specifically and just to a landscaper? <laughs> Well, I was thinking that would be a good idea. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I knew you were going to do this. 
The minute uh, we conference this call together, <laughs> I knew this. No, no, uh, I, I think it's a great idea. But we'll, we'll, we'll flesh it out. We'll hey, flesh Ty, it out. We'll first, later. first thing you did when you got on, you dined me out for not calling you back yesterday. You know, you're getting your just desserts here. <laughs> I can't do it with Dave on the line because then I feel like he'll be like, great, I had to listen to it. I love you, but I don't always believe you. I don't think you're great at getting back to people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Does somebody uh, have an industrial kiln in there, uh? We may have lost David. David, are you there? No, no, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm hearing the same thing you are. I have no idea what's in a hot air balloon. Yeah, is somebody going to jump? It's Todd Glass. All of a sudden, his connection's bad. They oh, all right. Yeah. Oops. He's going through a tunnel. Todd, are you still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still there. <laughs> it was Todd. It ends when he yeah, speaks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Well, I'm listen. Around this through the channel. <laughs> the the show is on the uh, is on the twentieth, and the Mirren Theaters is a great place. And uh, LiveNation.com for the tickets. Uh, how long do uh, each of you guys do, Todd? How long is your set? I do about an hour and a half, and Dave wraps it up with a minute and. <laughs> that, that that doesn't seem very fair. I open up with about twenty, and then Dave takes it home. It is, it's a, it's a, it's a fun night. All right, it, it, it's been, uh, it's been a blast. <laughs> All right, well, something's wrong with your phone, Todd. So we're gonna have to let you go. Okay. Okay. Thank you, guys. All right, we'll see you. And uh, uh, David, do you do? Because uh, I've never seen you know you do full on stand up. Is it um, mainly conversational, or do you do some sketch type bits uh, while you uh, are on stage? Um, no, I mean you know it's it's mostly uh, standard. Stand-up format. I mean, there are. I, I, I've seen you a number of times, and and it's hilarious. And and uh, it, it, if people who are used to you from your skit and TV work, will will find another element to uh, to love about your sense of humor. But uh, you're, yeah, you're, you're not to call it standard, but you do a regular stand-up act. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, there are there are certain elements in this tour that uh, you don't find in a, a regular stand-up act. But ninety percent of it is, you know, it's me talking about our local advertisers. Um, oh, are they local? David, you had mentioned blogging earlier. Do you uh, uh, do you have a Twitter account or anything like that that you keep up and running? No, not only do I not have a Twitter account, but there's a guy who does called the real David Cross, and that is not me. Really? Oh, and there's nothing you can do about that. No, I, I we got him removed at one point, and then he went right back on. Wow. <laughs> or, or I don't know if it's just one person, but uh, but I do have a Facebook. Thing that is where I uh, post about the shows and people post about the shows. So. All right. So people can search and find you pretty easily on Facebook? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Awesome, man. Well, listen, have a great show while you're here. Enjoy Philly and uh, the rest of this tour. Okay, David? All right, man. Thank you very much. You got it. David Cross. Yeah. Right. Yep. And uh, once again, I had, I had originally had the date wrong on that. It's not the 21st. It's the 20th. Tuesday, the 20th. LiveNation.com for the tickets. Uh, he is very funny. And just that dry, like I said, that, yeah. that sarcasm of his. I guess I'm in the room above you. Yeah, it's, it's just funny as hell. What Todd, I, Todd was worried about uh, coming on with him for some reason. He was like, really? oh, yeah, he's like, I don't want to, you know, that's David's interview. And No, no, yeah. no, it's fine. Those shows, they, they, they work well off each other. Yeah. And he's got nothing to worry about. Yeah. All right, well, listen, we got a number of things that we need to do now. Um, case B-File first? Yes. Okay, let's Are do that. Are we doing the whole cluster? Yeah, let's we're going to do the whole we'll do this. caboodle. And then the lesson question and uh, trash music news, so let's go. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. 
All right, the B-File this morning is brought to you by Coke Zero. Head to participating Wawa for a refreshing Coke Zero fountain beverage. And then look for details on the Zero to Win football ticket giveaway. For more information, just go to wawa.com slash Coke Zero. A Panic Face King is the name of a Japanese hidden camera television program. I saw this. Panic Face King. And they had, they have a uh, faked a blood-soaked sniper attack to stare, scare a contestant on the show. Oh. It's it's beyond cruel. I have not seen... Have you seen the I've actual seen video? I've seen the clip. Yeah, if, Nick, it's, it's all over the place. All right. It, yeah. Uh, in a recent episode, the Japanese television game show had one contestant sitting in an office with three other men as the ominous theme music to 24 played over the top. Uh, viewers watched him sit talking to the three. Suddenly, the windows smash, the sound of gunfire echoes through the room, and blood spurts from the chests of the men around him. As they collapse, he crawls in obvious terror to the door, uh, scrabbling in fear against it when he finds that it is locked. Uh, this trauma-inducing experience is billed as comedy with the studio audience laughing merrily over the top of it. Uh, there are similar shows in the U.S. like Scare Tactics and, and uh, some other shows like that, but apparently Panic Face King startlingly lifelike and brutal images are very shocking. So we've got you've got that video yeah. up right now. Again with their damn game shows. Yeah, they're yeah. crazy. And once and once the guy the guy sniper takes out the three people with the guy. Once he tries to get out, then more guys come in with guns and hold the guns on him. What? And they keep like it's not they don't reveal it right after that. They keep it going. That's wow. ridiculous. Yeah, someone could die of a heart attack. I mean, come on. Literally die of a heart attack with yeah. that. Wow, this fit. You're laughing, Case? <laughs> Same's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Their audience. Yeah. Yeah. Panic Face King is apparently going after the case. It's their version audience. of Larry. Kid. Oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. And they have That's somebody. Sick. They have they have a couple people in the bottom right corner. Is Those that just are audience members audience laughing. members or family members? Audience members. All right. Okay. And they're laughing. God. All right. We'll oh, put this video man. up on our website if you haven't seen that yet. Uh, a woman in western Sweden is recovering after being run over by an elk on uh, Wednesday morning while she was out was walking her dog. <laughs> Uh, she said, it ran right at me. That is uh, Monica Engstrom. She said, I, I didn't have time to realize what was, an enormous dog. what was going on. It just came <laughs> roaring across and kicked me down <laughs> with its hind legs. Uh, Engstrom <laughs> was out for an early morning stroll with her dog, Svenis, in, an, it's uh, Svenis. in a residential area. In a residential area of Utby on the outskirts of Gothenburg. Utby. As uh, Ingstrom was waiting for Svenis to finish his business. Hope there's no large elks around here. Svenis, <laughs> finish your business. In the backyard of her sister's house, the aggressive elk suddenly emerged from the early morning darkness and then went on the attack. What a beautiful tapered poop. She said, right here. She said, what is that? She said, uh, I was. That's an elk. I was so scared, I woke up the entire neighborhood, and following the incident, she suffered from a number of aches and pains, and uh, she was okay after that. A uh, text man said that he found what appeared to be military equipment on his property. After taking it home and displaying it on his dining room table, the man spent the rest of the day calling the FBI and Homeland Security. Eventually, an ordnance disposal team picked up the surface-to-air rocket launcher <laughs> oh. from the man's house. A functioning? Uh, yeah, the yeah. military still does not know how the equipment was lost, but say that the serial number can trace who had it last. They have no idea Jeez. how it ended up there. Uh, in Wisconsin, an 18-year-old Amish man who got behind the wheel of a car for the first time is charged in a crash that killed his friend. Oh, Records say Rudy Gingrich lost control of the car and hit a culvert and driveway. A passenger, 21-year-old Tobias Hershinger, 
was, her, I'm sorry, Hirschberger, uh, was thrown from the vehicle and he was killed. Uh, and uh, the other guy received minor injuries. He had said, uh, told police that he'd never driven a car before. He's Amish. Yeah. He never got behind Why was he car. doing that? I do not know, but they are charging him with a hit and run uh, charge. And let's see, what else we got here? Uh, how about this? A Delta airliner en route from Seattle to Atlanta made an unscheduled stop in Nashville after a passenger reportedly began quoting Bible passages. Uh, a news, uh, I'm sorry, a spokeswoman uh, says that passenger Paul Marchuk III was charged with disorderly conduct resisting arrest. And apparently, uh, the police arrest warrant said the suspect would not allow the person sitting next to him to leave her seat to use the restroom. Oh. He kept telling her that his blood would be on her. <laughs> And he was not going to let her leave no matter what happened. And he yeah. started reciting Bible passages after that. Oh, he calms everyone down. Yes, yes. several passengers <laughs> restrained the suspect. And the suspect attempted to bite one of the passengers in the leg. Uh, they ended up diverting the plane. And then we'll do one more quick story and we will wrap it up. Um, how about this one? All right, yeah. A Louisiana judge, justice of the peace has refused to issue a marriage license to an interracial couple saying that he did so out of concern for any children. The couple might have mm. Keith Bardwell of uh, Tangio Paha Parish or something like Tangio that. Tangio Paha Parish, I guess so. Of course, uh, says that it is his experience that most interracial These marriages things never work they, out. That's what he said. They never <laughs> work out. This is always this is wrong for the races to be mixing. Uh, but it is nineteen forty eight, isn't it? He said that most interracial marriages do not last long. I'm not a racist. That's a gavel, by the way. As long as me slamming my head in my car door. <laughs> he said, I do ceremonies for black couples right here in my house. Uh, my main concern is for the children. Uh, Bardwell said that he has discussed the topic with blacks and whites and concluded... And it seems everyone agrees. He said that, <laughs> concluded that the offspring of such relation... Jesus. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse race sleigh. <laughs> he said that uh, he concluded that the offspring of such relationships are not accepted by members of either group. Mm, it's great groups. Uh, Beth Humphrey and her boyfriend, Terrence McKay, say that they'll contact the U.S. Justice Department to find out about filing a discrimination complaint. That's ridiculous. Earlier this morning, before you did any of the bizarre files, you said yes. you had a story that I was really going to love. Did you read those today? I did. It was the very first story I had. Oh, which one was that? The guy with the bag of pot stuck on his face. Oh, yeah. 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 You might like story. that one. Uh, anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> He liked that one. All right. Oh, God. Let's, <laughs> oh, <hold on. laughs> Let's do the, uh, Is that funny? the lesson question. But before we do that, I do want to let you know that uh, Casey and Steve have an appearance tonight. Yes. Oh. The Hardware Bar. And uh, this is a new place in Westchester, right? Yeah, just and like it's like a whole new concept of uh, of what a bar should be or could be. So this is a, a new place that's <clears> in Westchester. We'll be there with Miller Lite from nine to eleven. It's the grand opening. It's a yeah. little uh, one of my later evenings, but I'm looking forward to it. It's and the old Fifteen North. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, the Hardware Bar. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know they were changing the name of that. Yep. All right. The hardware I just bar. thought it was going to be 15 North again. So 15 North Walnut. John says the Hardware Bar. The Hardware Bar. Uh, and that's, uh, they have Miller yeah, Lite drink, drink specials. And <laughs> Got a name mentioned anyway. 9 to 11. <laughs> he didn't actually say that. No. Oh, he didn't? No, no but he's taking credit. Oh, now. I thought it was John. <laughs> no, I got I a name mentioned. I did an impression. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let me do the name on the air. 
Let's do the lesson question. Oh. And we have Land of the Lost for the correct answer. Uh, how did Gandhi die? That's our question today. 215-263-WMMR. How did Gandhi die? Get that correct, and you shall win. Call now. and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, it's brought to you by Night of Terror at Creamy Acres Farm with six haunted attractions open Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights in October. Visit nightofterror.com. And what's going on, Steve? Well, Stephanie Santoro, the 23-year-old nanny and rumored girlfriend of John Goslin, says he told her he had hacked into Kate Goslin's phone, email, and online bank accounts. In fact, the one thing John has not been able to figure out is how to stop dating big mouth pigs. Oh, oh my God. Despite an initial autopsy report indicating that cocaine played a significant role in Billy May's death, new evaluation suggests that the drug had nothing to do with him passing. In fact, May's death was caused by another white powder in his system. Sadly, it was Oxy-5. Oh, oh. It actually ended up killing him. Former L.A. Laker and Mr. Vanessa Williams, Rick uh, Fox, is dating Dollhouse star Eliza Dushku. In a related story, Fox's penis has hired an agent and will soon be doing the talk show circuit. Wow. Oh, shit. And finally, despite reuniting with boyfriend Reggie Bush, Kim Kardashian says that unlike her sister, she's a nomad rush to have children. Said Kardashian, quote, I'm very young and still have many embarrassing sex tapes to make. Yeah. And that's your Hollywood track. All right, thank you, Steve. We go to the phone, see if we can find out how Gandhi died. 215-263-WMMR is a number. Call now because we're going to set you up with, uh, I believe we have Land of the Lost. That would probably be a good guess. And I'm waiting. And I'm waiting. Hey, you want to talk to Todd Glass real quick? I got him on the uh, my, mm, my speakerphone. No, 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 that's yeah. okay. Actually. Todd, we can't talk to you right now. Put somebody on hold, for Christ's sake. Thank you. Let me go to Matt. Hey, Matt. Yes? Yeah. How was Gandhi killed? Um, He was shot in the chest. No, yeah, that's not, the real way. That's how it really happened. Yeah. But... Hey, we're talking about the joke way. Yeah, let me go to Justin. <laughs> hey, Justin. Yo. Justin, what's your answer? He's on a hand glider. Yeah. 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 All the lines are busy and not one had any information on it. Hang gliding incident is correct. Yes, no, they, that was the real way, but according to the show, it was a hang gliding incident. Yeah, and since you got that right, we have uh, Land of the Lost for you, my friend, all right? Awesome, thank you. Hang on a second. That is uh, starring comedic genius Will Ferrell. <laughs> comedic genius. Uh, Danny McBride and Anna Frail, and it's available now on DVD, Blu-ray, high def from Universal Studios Home Entertainment. We got music news. Preston and Steve's Music News. And that is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Visit a locally owned Delaware Valley Jiffy Lube for a Jiffy Lube signature service oil change today. Jiffy Lube, more than an oil change. I just got a couple of things for you today, and uh, then we'll let you get about everything else. Uh, the White Stripes are releasing outtakes from their first ever recording session via Jack White's The Vault record label. Really? Uh, yes, Cor Captain Kirk is climbing a mountain. Why is he climbing a mountain? I didn't know they did that. Yeah. Uh, according to Enemy.com, the alternative takes were recorded along with the duo's 1998 seven-inch single, Let's Shake Hands, and its B-side, Look Me Over Closely. Uh, the rarities will only be available online to the Vault's Platinum subscribers, and fans who sign up for the service before it expires on October 22nd will also receive an exclusive vinyl album, The Tours Live in London, and a uh, screen print as well for uh, White's latest project, The Dead Weather. Meanwhile, there are rumors that the White Stripes could get together and record a new album next year.
Uh, Beastie Boys are among the acts featured on the uh, upcoming Bonnaroo 2009 DVD, which is due out December 15th. Uh, the set finds the group performing intergalactic prior to the discussion decision to scrap the rest of the summer dates upon news that the uh, band member Adam Yock would uh, be undergoing treatment for throat cancer. Also on the DVD are songs from Coheed and Cambria, the Decemberists, Bruce Springsteen and the East, East Street Band, Fish, and others. Uh, the music festival took place this past June in Manchester, Tennessee, and featured more than 140 acts. Uh, in a recent email to fans, Yock mentioned that he was feeling healthy and strong as well as hopeful that he has beat cancer. And then finally, Weezer frontman Rivers Cuomo recently revealed that he's hoping to uh, record with pop star Katy Perry. Yeah, I saw this. She did uh, I Kissed a Girl, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, for her next album, he'd like to do this. Uh, he tells Buzznet.com, we're writing together next week. Can't wait. Cuomo is no stranger to uh, linking up with other artists, of course. The upcoming Weezer album due November 3rd features collaborations with Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. And members of uh, All American Rejects. Uh, Cuomo also co-wrote with R&B star Jermaine Dupree. So he is no stranger to doing that stuff. And that's it. That's all I have in uh, music news for you. I would like to give something away now, if you don't mind, just for the hell of it. I've got a pair of three-day passes to the Game X Game and uh, Media Expo. Uh, which is coming up on the 23rd through the 25th at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center, and that's in Oaks. And, uh, Case, how many would you like me to give away? Uh, let's give away four of them. All right, four. <laughs> two, one, five. Two listeners. Well, well Marissa <laughs> held up two fingers in case you could write when she did that. Case goes, two, 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 four. Of them. All right, we'll take four callers. <laughs> Plus, that texting thing is pretty cool, too. 215-263-WMMR. And also, you can text the word guitar to 39333. You shall be entered to win a Gibson Les Paul. Whoa. Nice. Pretty awesome as well. Wow. Check out the... Uh, <laughs> Uh, check out GameExpo.us uh, for tickets and information. And uh, we're going to pick a winner for that guitar on Thursday. Next week, it's a $4,000 deal. So pretty That's damn good. That's awesome. <laughs> That's quite a price. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And I think that, uh, that'll just wrap it up. Be back after <laughs> Here, you want to wrap up the break? Go ahead. Yeah. We'll be back in just a second. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be our letter day word of the week prize. Uh, Blair's will give you your weekend forecast. Stay there. We'll be right back. Now, more with Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. You too, 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. Bono, the man on my list of uh, musician, politician, actor, athlete, somebody yes. I'd like to spend a day with. That is definitely true. Uh, let me see here. Uh, we're going to do the letter in a moment, so get yourself set in case you've been uh, keeping track of that. Uh, but there are a number of things that are going on this weekend, and uh, tonight in particular, actually. Uh, Steve and Casey are headed out to party with you tonight in Westchester. Yay! Hardware bar. Hardware bar. The old 15 North. Yep. Okay. I know exactly where that is. 15 North Walnut Street. Yeah, nice it's a new place, place, and we're going to be having a blast. Yeah, Miller Lite is uh, taking us out there. And that'll be from 9 to 11? From 9 to 11, but I recommend you guys go hang out with Nick first at Paranormal Activity, and yep. then come see us. King of Prussia Movie what's, Theater. What's the, you, the story with that? You, I mean, you just buy tickets and go? Yeah, or what? It's, it's not a, an official screen or anything like that, but they just want to get the word out that it's in 
nationwide release now. You could only see it on midnight screenings uh, for the for the first week or two. Well, that's changed. And now that's changed. So I'm going to be at the King of Prussia UA, and uh, I'm not quite sure if I'm going to watch this movie or not. Uh, I, I have decided <laughs> that I don't want to see it. I'm, I, I am. And I, I'm, yeah. number one, I'm a bit of a puss. Yeah, me too. Uh, and, and I let things get to me, especially ghostly things. Now, now more like demonic and, and uh, or slasher killer and stuff like that really doesn't bother me. But the ghostly things can freak me out a bit. And I get up, we all here in the studio get up at 4 o'clock in the morning to go to work. My house is very quiet. It's very dark that time in the morning. And that's when my mind would start wandering. And I don't think I want to see it. But it's morning. a brand new house. They bought it specifically so you wouldn't have ghosts attached to it. Yeah, yeah but, but that's not part of this movie. <laughs> I, I heard a part of the plot line that it doesn't matter. No, you know, it doesn't. And, and it, it would get to me. I know it. Well, Casey, you watched it through your hands, right? You, and, yeah, and so, that's all you really need to do. Just give yourself about an inch and a half between your fingers <laughs> to watch them. And you can watch any scary movie. I don't know, man. Yeah. I, I'm not good with scary movies, but uh, you know, I a lot of people are, and, and people have been raving about it. So uh, it's the seven o'clock screening tonight oh, wow. at the UA King of Prussia Paranormal Activity. Yeah, I'm going to try to see it over the weekend. Listen, oh, cool. I, I've been able to sleep since then. I'm the first night. I I decided to just pee the bed instead of getting out <laughs> and, right. and, and going to the bathroom. How'd that go? But I, it, good, and I've been fine ever since. Good. Casper right. screwed me up. Yeah, really? what did? Oh, Casper. Hmm. Okay. Um... <laughs> Thank there you go. Waiting for that. Because <laughs> wow. it's a ghost. It's a ghost. Yeah. But it's a friendly ghost. Hey! He committed what to I would have done is I might have gone into, you know what really terrified me uh, was Casper. Oh. That, that, you mm. see, you right. you punchline you, you, your punchline is the first thing you say, Casper really screwed me up. Do it again. All right. Uh, yeah, so anyway, so it was pretty scary. You know what really terrified me? Casper? Casper. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> right? Just a hey! little bit. There's your setup. I like it. Right. Sounds better, John. I'll work with you over the weekend. By the way, I just got this instant message that says, hey guys, I can't stop watching the video of the guy trying to get up with the beer in his hand. <laughs> oh, it's the best, best drunk video ever. Go to PrestonAndSteve.com. He says, thank you for uh, making my Friday that much better. You guys effing rockin' Bartleboo. Bartleboo. Um, let me see. What else is going on appearance-wise? Uh, Casey is then going to be at Dave & Buster's in yes. Plymouth Meeting. In Plymouth Meeting. That's on Sunday. Yeah, for the Eagles game. Uh, the the kickoff is in the four o'clock hour. I'll be there from three thirty to uh, probably the rest of the game because right. then actually and then we have our thing at uh, Valley of Fear on Sunday night. So I'll be yes. going st straight from Dave and Buster's to Valley of Fear. And don't forget that on Saturday evening on NBC, Marissa Magnata will be on Saturday oh, yeah. Night Live yeah. playing a. Uh pile of wheat yeah she's uh yes <laughs> awesome. and, and it's it's a live commercial that they're gonna they're gonna go to chickies and peds yeah and marissa will be one of the main two main players you will not be able to see her face but no. her arms and legs will be clearly visible. she's gonna how be in costume about? how do they choose chickies and, uh, and, and how did they choose marissa too? well marissa was there uh, and the offered time. it up because the the pile of wheat is so small we just we went to chickies yesterday for a little uh, right. lunch meeting and and uh, they had uh, all the producers had been around the country scouting bar locations they walked in the chickies and said this is this is really? it really yeah that's mm -hmm. so funny. Pretty much they needed somebody around 4'11", 5 foot, and everybody looked at me and said, you can fit in the costume. And a correction, there's no arms. No. It's just legs. Oh, it's just, oh, just legs? legs? Just legs. <laughs> All right. Okay. So look. And I can't see out of this costume or anything. It's going to be hilarious. Wow. Okay. But I was wondering how they, you know, how Chickies came about, because Pete does a good job of advertising, you know, his places. And right. I was wondering if somehow, you know, he had a connection or, like you said, no. Casey, they were just scouting and they liked it. That's nice. That's they, apparently what happened. I'm sure they asked around and people said. What's the plan? 
place, uh-huh. you got to go to Chickies and Pete's because yeah. that wow, place is just impressive looking when you walk in. The wall of liquor in that place is unreal. Right? I always I sit there and I look at all those yeah. booze bottles. And we always ask the same question: How much is that? Yeah. How, yeah. how expensive? Because <laughs> yes. it's a lot of money up there on the walls. Yeah. But they, they had gone to a couple of other cities. Uh, Chicago is is out now. They're not going to be a part of it. New York's not going to be a part of it. So it's just L.A., Philly, and and Washington D.C. But it's pretty cool. You can come down and actually be on Saturday Night Live. So just come down 6.30, Chickas and Pete's. Cool. And you can sit around and hang out. Awesome. Thank you, Marissa. Uh, let me see. What else do I need to mention? Oh, Pierre is here this yeah. morning. How are you, Pierre? Good, good. I uh, wanted to remind everyone about the AIDS walk. Mm-hmm. Still, there is time to get involved in that, which is Sunday. Rain or uh, shine. Rain or shine. Uh, and it's going to, uh, John has just given us a full sunny day forecast for that. <laughs> so it is going to yeah. be a very pleasant fall day for the AIDS walk on Sunday. Two It'll one- be the best of the days. Yeah. That's for sure. That is true. Uh, and 215-731-WALK is the uh, number to call to uh, sign up. 215-731-WALK or AIDSWALKPhilly.org. Uh, you can still sign up even if you can't make the walk. And I'll be out there at 830. <laughs> 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 so uh, wrong. We'll get the full forecast in a second, John. But but Sunday, the best of the, the days over the weekend. Hmm. It's, it's going to be wet and cold. So it's yeah, going just to be sunny and warm. Sunny and warm, you know, 70. Oh. <laughs> He's just lying. I'm yeah. lying. No. no, for God's sake. We'll get the, the full catch. forecast in a second. Yeah, you'll get it. Uh, Pierre, let's do the letter of the Roger day. That. Here President we go. Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. And the President Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter. M as in Mary. Right. Mary. 215-263-WMMR. Give us a call right now, and uh, let's see if you can get the uh, the word and therefore get the prize. Uh, I want to thank our guests for today. Uh, we, we talked to Phil's and Michael Barkan and John Brazier. Woo! Everybody feeling good about t- today? Yeah. And uh, Brazier gave some interesting insight as to the L.A. crowd and that it's not as, uh, you know, Chardonnay and and, uh, and and sushi as you would think it is. Is that they're kind of a hard crowd. And that's what he's saying, yeah. Yeah, yeah but he said there's plenty of uh, Phil's fans that are representing out that way. Cool. Which is really excellent. Uh, let me see. Thank you to the group of actors that we had in. Uh, we had Bruce McGill and Regina Hill and director F. Gary Gray here this morning. From the movie Law Abiding Citizen. And that opens today. And I gotta tell you, it was so cool to hang out with D-Day, man. Yeah. Uh, he's, I love Bruce McGill. He's a great actor. And that character in Animal House is just so cool. So, uh, it was good to have him here. And also, uh, David Cross and, uh, Todd Glass are on the show. Uh, their performance is going to be at the Mirren Theater, and that is Tuesday, the 20th tickets at LiveNation.com. Uh, let's go to the phones. Give away the Word of the Week prize. I have Tom on the horn. Yo, Tom, how are you today, sir? Gadzooks. Gadzooks. Tom, what is the Word of the Week? Sam. Great. Jay in the morning. I am. And for getting that right... Tom, we are going to give you uh, tickets to see Lenny Kravitz Saturday, October 24th at the Borcata Event Center. And it, pardon. Uh, well, well, we'll also give you an overnight stay, dinner, and a massage at Ooh. the Borgata Spa. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, some tickets remain at theborgata.com, so hang on the line. We'll get your information. I also wanted to mention this, and uh, this was from, uh, did John McNesby want us to mention this? Yeah. I yeah. think so. Our friend at the Fraternal Order of Police, the president, uh, that the Phillies World Series trophy is going to be at the FOP Lodge number 5, which is at Broad and Spring Garden. Been there many um, times. Yeah, and that'll be today, right? No, I'm sorry. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. 
from 4 to 6 p.m. And donations for a picture with the trophy are going to go to the Police Survivors Fund, which is a... Oh, that's excellent. Yep, absolutely. So we will uh, put you in that direction. Uh, Pierre, on your uh, wonderful program today, sir? Well, we have many, many things. We will have a few more flashbacks of the amazing Bruce shows this week and a pair of Bruce Springsteen tickets to give away for Monday, which is quite sweet. Uh, Incredible blocks today, including for Bob Weir's birthday, The Grateful Dead, and Bob Weir and Rat Dog are in tonight and tomorrow at the tower some tickets remain and i will be hosting uh so that's fun and we'll have uh, bob weir tickets to give away we'll play the grateful dead we've got the red hot chili peppers for flea's birthday leonard skinner's at the borgata saturday we'll play a workforce block of them jethro tulls ian anderson is at the keswick theater uh this weekend and we will play that on vinyl some jethro tull later on and some acdc tickets to give away it's quite an action-packed program a lot going on with pierre today cool man um Uh, jackie bam bam wanted me to crest by the way pierre that when you do play a grateful dead black none of the jerry songs he wants you to play nothing but bob weir songs all right all right i'll do it so I, I did that for you, Jackie. There you go. Jackie. Every every day I come in, he's like, uh, "Say this, <laughs> say this, say this. Yeah, yes. say this, say this, do that, yeah, do that." Uh, Isn't Jackie awesome? Yes. By the way, I love he's him. such a great guy. <laughs> Wonderful overnight host, occasional evenings, and Saturday nights is an all-request party every Saturday. You call it Saturday Night with Jackie from 7 till midnight. Well worth checking out. <laughs> awesome. He is a good man, that Jackie yeah, Bam, Bam Romano. <laughs> John Belaris, uh, weather forecast for this yeah. weekend, Well, please. actually, today's the best day of the next three. Wow. Yeah, so cloudy, windy, chilly today, occasional light rain and drizzle. Only 43 freaking degrees today. Jeez. That is the high. We should be at 66. Tonight, more light rain and drizzle in the upper 30s. Tomorrow, a steady... Rain developing during the afternoon hours, windy and cold, highs again in the low to mid 40s. And uh, that significant rain continues through Sunday morning. It begins to taper some, perhaps Sunday afternoon, but still unseasonably cold and windy temperatures in the 40s. And that Phillies game right now, there could be some rain. It's definitely going to be cold. We just don't know the extent of the rain for Sunday night yet. John, and, I was, and, and, I'm sorry to interrupt, huh? but, but by Monday and Tuesday, we have a break. Yeah, right? we're clearing Monday. It's going to be nice. beautiful. Uh, Monday afternoon, nice. Tuesday, beautiful. Wednesday, of beautiful. Course. Thursday, beautiful. Yeah. Uh, it rained in LA earlier in this week, but I assume this afternoon in Los Angeles, perfect weather? Low 90s. Awesome. Low 90s. Wow. Okay. All right. thank you Johnny B. I also have to do a thank you to Tasty Cake, uh, one of our fine sponsors. Now that's Tasty. And also Steven Singer Jewelers, the other corner of 8th and Walnut or IHateStevenSinger.com. Listen to what's going on next next week on the show. What day is this happening, Casey? Thursday. Thursday. We are going to have live performances from both uh, no, the top one. Okay, all right. Well, we we it's going to be request it, though. Thursday is going to be a rock day. We are going to have uh, a rock maiden, Lita Ford, in our studio. Wow. wow. Yep. And a live performance from Queensryche. Wow. Yeah. That is so cool. That, that is, is great. Next Thursday, we also have uh, Ernie Hudson on the show. Oh, cool. Uh, Bam, who we didn't have in today. <laughs> Yesterday or is today. Gonna be on He's going to be on every day. <laughs> yeah, every day. Not on Monday. No, he'll be here Tuesday. Well, there's always Wednesday. And let's not forget Thursday. And Friday's good, too. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have Sean Patrick Flannery. Powder himself. Uh, that's right. We were talking and about young Indiana Jones. And Boondock uh, Saints, uh, too. So uh, we'll get to all that. And we'll do more invites. But you know what? Should I do some? Let's do invites yeah. for the Boondock Saints. Yeah. To screen which is going to be next Thursday at the UA King of Prussia. We'll take, uh, I don't know, 15 callers All on right. the way out. 215-263-WMMR. We'll set you up with that. That starts at 7.30. You need to be there earlier than that, uh, about 7 o'clock uh, to get in. Uh, that's it. We're done. Ray John, have yourself a safe weekend, and we'll see you on Monday. Go Bells! Go Bells! Boys in play! The Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Line.
Nothing personal, Mary Hart, but I do not want to see you behind the plate ever again. Go Phillies. I hate the Dodgers. I hate looking in their stands. Mary Hart, get off my screen. Next message. This message is for the person who sorted and folded my laundry last night because it took me too long to get downstairs to do it myself. I really appreciate it, and you rock, mostly because I probably wouldn't have taken the time to fold my own laundry after I got it upstairs. Thanks a lot. You're cool. Next message. I just want to give a big f*** you to the just walked into my restaurant and ordered a bunch of food at two minutes to close. F*** you, buddy. I'm going to come to your work and do that to you. See how much you like it. I'm so glad you shared. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks.